everybody, and welcome to the Nintendo World Report Newscast, episode 29, for October 30th, 2010. I'm your host this week, Zachary Miller, up in Anchorage, Alaska, where we still don't have snow on the ground, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, to my left is uh, the next cast member of Jersey Shore, Neil the Sitch Ronahan. Sitch? That's the best you can it's... fucking do. Well, the situation was already taken. The sitch. Really? Yeah, that's what Kim Possible says. All right, continue, All right. Zach. Go on. Okay. And that that, <laughs> that kind voice you just heard was uh, America's Next Top Model, Nathan Mustafa. That's all you fucking got? <laughs> what is this? You know, a, a girl from my college is, eerily enough, there's a girl from my college on Jersey, Jersey Shore and a girl from my college that was on a season of really? America's Next Top Model. That's creepy. Yeah. Wow. What does that have and, to do with uh, me, Zach? I don't know. I'm it's just a random thing. You it's style. random. I'm sorry. All right. And the, the voice you don't hear right now is, uh, because he's stuck in Hyrule right now, is um, Andy Gergen. Actually, technically, the uh, the ocean above Hyrule. That's true. Techni That's technically. True. I don't mean to, I don't mean to, to nitpick or anything, but uh, there was a girl not. from my college on uh, uh, Price is Right. I just cool. wanted to, <laughs> really. I wanted, I wanted to throw that out. She won the Showcase Showdown. Oh, that's awesome! Wow, wow. I don't mean to. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> What's uh, up, Zach? Well, I, I think that's better than um, Top Model or Jersey Shore. Yeah, I most agree. most things generally. Most things fit that bill, yes. So, so you... right now, Andy's playing Zelda on a live stream. Um, Not right now. So yeah, I, yeah. I see that connection. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on this. Neil lives in Jersey, so I see that connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that too. I mean, the six but, um, is dumb, but... But Zach. Yeah. Okay. Well, we see we've abused the death metal reference so much on this show already. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And see, it's Wednesday night, which is we record this on Wednesday night, and Top Model comes on virtually as soon as I turn off. The I recording. see the connection between that and me now. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not to pimp it too much, but um, tomorrow Johnny and I are recording the Discover Music Project death metal episode. So, oh, nice. that'll be cool. Listen to that. Actually, uh, Johnny and I recorded a handful of those over the or. Not a handful, two of them two, over yeah. the past week, and they'll be going up. Um, not not tomorrow, but the one, the next one that comes out after the next one. Once he gets be, through uh, his massive pile of editing. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's like yeah, he's like two or three behind on editing. Oh, okay, all right, because he's got he's got plenty of content to last for a while. What uh, yeah. what That's bands a, did you do on your Ten Thousand Maniacs? No, uh, I did the music of uh, Ben Folds Five, and he cool. did the music of Bob Dylan. Cool. Nice. Oh, Jesus, Bob Dylan. My wife is in love with Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's like 95 years old, I think. Bob I Dylan he's... got arrested um, on the boardwalk in New Jersey. We're not making Jersey? sense. Another Jersey yeah. connection. Yeah, he was just like aimlessly wandering <laughs> around and like, I don't know, like people gave the cops in Jersey shit for being like, how could you not know it's Bob Dylan? But it's like, sorry, crazy old dude walking around neighborhood. People complain. What are you going to do? Like. Okay, you don't know Bob Dylan. Like, well, whatever. you can arrested for walking. You can get arrested for just walking around being. I don't old. know the exact story. I just remember it was that like he was walking around being kind of crazy. Oh, okay. Just, well, he was okay. he was talking, so it's yeah. incoherent. Yeah. They must have thought he was drunk. <laughs> he was like, it's it's like the scene in Walk Hard. 
uh, uh, yeah. 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 Also, Nate, you know, top model mm-hmm. uh, films in California. So there's oh. that too. That's a huge fucking state. That's like being like, hey, look, uh, Canada has Tim Hortons. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm so sick of Tim Hortons. This is the oh. longest introduction we have ever done. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Should we move on? Please. Also. Move on to t- oh, I, yes. I, no, I was going to keep beating the dead horse. Go. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, God. I guess while we're still pimping things, I have a golden eye uh, or a uh, a James Bond feature going up on OneUp.com next week. That will be about the nice. games that came Ooh. out in between the two golden eye games. And, and you can uh, read that on uh, NintendoWorldReport.com, right? No, no, you can read that on OneUp.com. Oh, Neil, a lot of games came out between yeah. 1997 and 2011. Whoa, whoa, the James Bond <laughs> games that came out. Oh, okay, yeah. He's I referring see. specifically no. to the Imagine series. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, Imagine Babies. <laughs> Oh God, and and notebooks. My notebook. So the top story today: uh, the Super Mario 25th Anniversary Special Red Console Bundle, which includes uh, Wii Sports, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, a Red Wii, uh, Red Wii Motion Plus, and a Red Nunchuck, are uh, going to be released stateside. Thoughts? Well, technically, that, it's the Wii Re- it's the Wii Remote Plus, so it has the n- yeah. the Motion Plus right. built in, right? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I, I okay. like the idea of the Wii Remote Plus, but um, I know this was mentioned in the talkback thread. But what these games don't use Wii Motion Plus? Why? What's the purpose right. of having a controller that has Wii Motion Plus when you have New Super Mario Brothers Wii and Wii Sports? Like, well, I think it's because I think it's because the Wii Remote Plus or whatever the hell they're calling is it new? is replacing. Yeah. Like, just wholesale. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to me that this bundle doesn't include Wii Sports Resort, considering... Yeah, me too. That's that's their new Wii Sports. I mean, yeah, that's and, the... it, and it could be, like, another, like, kind of stealth price cut thing, which is something that Nintendo's been doing for a while, because since they dropped a 199 last year, they, you know, they, they added in Wii Sports Resort as part of the bundle, and I guess New Super, new Super Mario Brothers Wii is, is replacing Wii Sports Resort in this bundle, but I don't know. Am I the only one that doesn't want a red video game console? No, you are not. I could really give a shit less. Like the only thing that seemed cool was that they had uh, the Japanese version of this came with the like the the ROM hack version of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, but I mean, this one's not even coming with anything remotely interesting like that. That like seems to even signify like, hey guys, it's Super Mario's 25th anniversary. Let's right. celebrate well, it by playing the game that came only, out last year. Red Red but, Console and uh, illogical lack of Wii Sports Resort aside, this is still a phenomenal deal. If, it is. If oh, somehow is you deal. don't have a Wii. You're one of the five people left who don't have a Wii yet, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think the only thing that can convince me to have a red, a red console next to my TV is if I was somehow once again 15 years old. To be perfectly <laughs> it just it would yeah, look definitely. so weird. We did, we did have a, a, a forum quote on this from uh, Black and Mild 2K1, the famed tipster. Um, he says that Nintendo should just take 10 minutes to combine Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort onto uh, one disc and get it over with. And I, yeah, it just yeah, it seems agree. silly that if they're going to bundle them together on, on the old bundle, they, they probably should just put them onto one disc. And if they did that, then this bundle would probably come with both of them. It's weird to me that they don't just install Wii Sports onto the system when you buy it at this point. <laughs> yeah, me too. That, that would be really cool, Well, you know, actually. they could they could go back into the original Wii Sports and add motion control to, like, baseball. Yeah, and just make it one Wii Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that would just, be great, yeah. Yeah, just basically, then, oh, I mean, that'll be yeah. next year's fall release. It'll be Wii Sports Resort Plus. It'll be, like, Wii Fit yeah. Plus. 
Except for it'll be Wii Sports Resort. It'll be the big Christmas game. Yeah. It'll be it'll it'll be fifty bucks. It'll only be available at Walmart. Yep. You heard it here first. (laughs) So there's that. Um, And then of course the thing that I'm sure uh, I know James got excited about, but I'm sure Neil just about had a heart attack when he found out that Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright are in battle or something. And there's a crossover, crossover game announced for the 3DS. And there's a video, there's a video that I wish was yeah. dubbed. Yeah. They had some sub they had a subtitled version of it. I know, but I just, you know. Yeah. I want to dub. I I think this is going to be really really cool. I mean, I I love level 5. I think they're phenomenal. I love the, I love the Professor Layton games. The Phoenix Wright games are really cool too. Um I really I generally enjoy the ones that I've played. Um I just really want this game now, and it's unfortunately right now only confirmed <laughs> for Japan. Yeah, when just... I first heard this game announced, it actually took me a good long while to come to the realization that these two... It's not a fanfic? Well, these two franchises aren't from the same developer. I think for a while there, I kind of just assumed they were when I heard there was a crossover in play. They're definitely not very even from similar. the same publisher. They're... Yeah, I know. They're They're... They've got nothing in common, really, except for they're both. Although awesome, technically, so. in Japan, they are the same publisher and developer for both games because Level oh, Five okay. self-publishes it in Japan or the Professor Layton series. Hmm. But level Level Five doesn't develop the Phoenix Wright games. No, 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 right? no. I mean, like it's it's like not not even from the same publisher was a comment that someone made. And right, I, okay. Right, I'm 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 with you now. Yeah, Nintendo is not a part of this this announcement. Because it's a level five and Capcom together. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how this game is actually going to like play. Are they going to bring the the random puzzles into the courtroom? Maybe are they right. going to bring the? Uh, yeah, they, this doesn't do. make much gonna... gameplay sense to me. It doesn't have to. It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, like it's one of those things where like if it's just kind of some weird combination. Of it, it is a game. Two. I mean, it it has to work as a game, right? I, and I can only see them just like splitting it up in chunks, or you know, having one part follow the other. And that could be really exciting, but I, I think they'll kind of merge it because I mean the, the exploration elements of Layton and the and the um, investigation elements of Phoenix Wright aren't that different. There's just one true. of them. One of them involves a lot of random ass puzzles, and the other one involves a lot more like narrative, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my guess is we'll see some kind of a hybrid there with some with some puzzles that are probably a little bit more crucial to the story. And then <clears throat> I have to imagine we'll get some pretty classic courtroom scenes that have sort of a Leighton-esque flair to them. I, like, I, really... I, think, I think they'll just they'll just merge them. They'll just merge them straight up down the middle. I would really like to see <laughs> something like, uh, I mean, almost have the kind of the two games running in tandem and like maybe alternate, like switch between controlling Professor Leighton and Phoenix Wright or have yeah, them like yeah. kind of like where it's like Phoenix Wright and Luke are walking around or something like that. And you have stuff where you put Professor Leighton in a patently Phoenix Wright situation and vice versa. Like, well, I yeah, think you no, no. Like, if you have, like, a, a kind of a close encounters of the third kind kind of deal where you're having, like, multiple stories running parallel to each other, I think that might be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think it'll be cool when uh, Phoenix Wright points and says objection. He's pointing to you. Whoa! <laughs> 3D! That's awesome. So that'll be cool. There's, there's really it. no information aside from the trailer. Yeah. I think but, the animation... Uh, was there a there was a movie in the trailer, right? Yeah, the whole thing. Was okay, yeah, movie. I remember. Okay, I'm just seeing if I remember it correctly. It looked great. I'm 
I think they should excited. do an animated movie. I mean, they did in Japan for Leighton. Well, they're going to come over too. here. It's not coming out to North America. They, I think oh, bullshit. Well, hopefully there's there. enough storage in the uh, 3DS tour they can just basically throw that in. Yeah. Into the, you yeah. know, as That'd part nice. of the game. Yeah. It is yeah. supporting 3D movies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, excited. Right. Well, I, we don't really know anything about it, but the, uh, the prospect wait. of it, Personally. yeah, sounds great. The possibilities great. are endless. The uh, shaman from the forums had a cho- choice quote of, this is not a Game of the Year candidate, I will eat Leighton's hat. I would do that anyways, so, okay. You know, I, I like Greg's uh, comment on uh, RFN like two weeks ago. I forget exactly what he w- the context was, but he said he would buy a glove, a leather glove just so he could take it off and slap somebody with it. I thought that was great. <laughs> I think it was the, the context was whether or not the game the game would actually come out in his region. Oh, maybe. I, I think that was it. I could be wrong, but yeah. Good yeah. times. It was funny. Good, it made me laugh. Good times. Good times. Uh, all right. Well, let's. That's that's actually all the top news stories. Um, it's it's been slow. A slow week. Um, you know, we're in we're in the season of game releases. But yep. Well, let's do the quick hits. Um. Just do, do you want me to, to do a, a, the, the rock band minute? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, do, do the rock do band. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess because this is our quick hit is two bits of rock band news, and I just figure um, I've been playing the crap out of Rock Band Three, so these were both very relevant to me. The first one is that Billy Joel is going to be hitting Rock Band downloadable content in December. Uh, it's going to be a 12, 12 sound track pack. Well, That's not actually on the list. Um, stuff like Piano Man. Uh, big shot strangers on it there's uh, the best part about this ten... news is uh the best part about this news is is the, is the reason why he's going to be on rock Band. oh yeah yeah that, yeah um, like some... well there's 12 songs there's there's a list of 10 that we have in the news story if you go out and check on the site but the reason is is because what was it on the office someone made a comment about it and some guy in entertainment weekly was like hopefully you know billy joel will never come to rock band and then billy joel was like well fuck that i'm gonna be in rock band yeah, nice. they called his agent and said, get me on Rock Band right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think it's going to be really awesome, especially with the keyboard. Um, I'm not Absolutely. a huge Billy Joel fan. Yeah, I'm so glad he waited until the keys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will probably only Tickling like, the ivories. Pick, a, pick a song or two from this pack. Like, I'll probably end up getting Piano Man because even yeah. though the song's kind of overplayed. Because it's like, a guitar. Yeah, everyone you, knows it. You but, probably wouldn't have guessed this about me, but I used to be like a gigantic Billy Joel fan. Me too, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's a switch. I mean, I don't yeah. really know many people that, like, totally despise Billy Joel. So. Right, right. Yeah, he's got good songs. Yeah. And then there's going to be, but there's going to be this 12-song track pack coming out in December that it's, like, his greatest hits or something. And then there will be a six-song pack that's coming out in the spring that will be, like, really, really hard piano ones or something. That's like, pretty that's awesome. Kind of, that's kind of, like, it was mentioned somewhere, and it was mentioned that that's true, but I don't know. There's not that much information as far as that goes. And the last bit of Rock Band 3 news is that all of John Lennon's uh, album, Imagine, will be coming out to Rock Band 3 in the near future. Um, it's going to be, it's been t- It's said that it's one of the first full albums to come out on the Rock Band 3 downloadable content. Um, it's going to have nine songs because the song, that the title song from the album, Imagine, is already in Rock Band 3. So that's kind of oh. cool. And also, um, if you get Rock Band 3, um, Probably you only have a few more days after this comes out. Uh, you can get three The Doors songs for free. Um, Riders on the Storm, uh, Light My Fire, and Touch Me um, hmm. are all free. Nice. They are the th- And there's also nine other 
the door songs that are coming out this week they're already out um and the reason why those three are free is because those happen to be the only three that have pro guitar charts and that's really cool that harmonics is offering those for free on the week of the game's release and, yeah it is yeah it's i, I love that. are you gonna are you gonna spring for the pro guitar um probably not i don't have the money yeah it's cool. I have the keyboard. That that gets me my pro fix. But we'll talk more about. <laughs> That's all you need. We'll talk more about Rock Band Three when we talk about new releases. I guess watch a review or something. But. Yep. In the middle of the night, I've been walking in my sleep. That's all I got. Oh dang! I was kind of hoping you were just gonna go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I only know interlude. select verses in that song though. Yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll uh, play it in the background on Polo Cast. You know what's good? We didn't start the fire <laughs> is not on that. Oh. Yeah, we're, we're oh. going to play We Didn't Start the oh. Fire on Polo Cast as well. Hell yeah. This is, no, it's, I'm excited yeah. for Polo Cast. When's that coming out, guys? It's coming soon. Yep. To a newscast near you. Now <laughs> we it, just have to, we have to figure out how you play Polo. <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, let, let's go to the next news story. Okay. All right, fine. Fine, I'm the host, damn it. Oh, I'm just... Okay. Yeah, poke poke. Uh, disc-free Netflix finally available for Wii. Uh, and actually, it's on awesome. the same day that it was made available for PS3. But see, Sony actually informed people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, now it's now it's on both of my devices, and I love it so much. Yeah, I've been using it a lot lately, actually. I've watched Netflix way more than I usually do now that it's just on my Wii dashboard because then I can basically. I, I started watching Avatar. And it's insanely good. Avatar is on. Is on. Uh, no, 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 not not that Avatar, Andy. Oh, okay. No, Avatar: The Last Airbender, the, the, the gotcha. American anime. Gotcha. Yeah. American anime. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. I also started. I also started Witchblade, the anime, and it's a little weird. So, um, Morari hmm. has a forum quote here. Um. I would definitely suggest it if you have Netflix. The channel is actually pretty robust and is more in line with what you'd expect from the service. I always did think that the disc felt almost awfully stripped down. And yeah, he's right. That's the disc true. was stripped and down. This one's got a search function. And I think there was some kind of reports about how like subtitles weren't available in it. But I know I was screwing around with it and I had subtitles on mine. I guess that's not an issue. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I noticed that there's a change in the in the layout. The look and feel of it is much better. Just but it's, how it it's works. Much, yeah, much yeah. it feels nice. It's like it's like Netflix Wii 2.0, and it's cool. I like it. See, I, I have um Netflix on the 360 right now. I I went a long while just using the Wii one because I didn't have a an Xbox Live Gold subscription. I I can't imagine there's any reason to actually use the Wii one over the 360 one, right? Right. Andy, no, you have no, both, yeah. All. I have okay. both. I'm using the uh, Wii one a lot more right now because I have it hooked up to a non-HD television. Um, oh, yeah. So I guess in that case, it wouldn't. Basically, I, I've been spending a lot more time with my secondary TV than my than my primary TV lately due to mm. both the fact that it's in a better better lit room and also due to the fact that I actually set my my primary TV in for repair. Um, okay. And as a result, I've been using I've been using the crap out of Netflix on the Wii, especially with with now that they have the um, disc free version. I was already using it pretty heavily before, but mm-hmm. now I'm using yeah. it a lot. It's real really nice that they actually like took the time to update the channel because I mean, yeah, you you, you got to believe that of the three major consoles, Wii owners are probably using Netflix the least, right? I mean, that makes I actually no. <laughs> I think there was a there was a report recently that like I think the Netflix Wii one is getting some of the most use. 
Really? I know that uh, I know that Nintendo places advertisements inside of the Netflix um, disc yeah, case that they Johnny send out. Yeah, Johnny made that on, yeah. a, on a, a comment. Oh yeah, he he did mention that. Um, and I think a lot of the people that see that, you know, they may have if they're technically savvy enough to use Netflix, then they probably own a Wii, and they you know they see that, and then yeah, sure, sure. You know, my, my wife disc. uses the Wii Netflix, and I use the PS3 one. She just likes <laughs> it because it has an easier... She doesn't have to deal with a controller. Yeah, no, that's my yeah, whole no, that, thing with that it, makes is sense. that I don't, I don't really care too much about, like, the... I mean, okay, if I'm watching a certain movie, then I care about the visual and audio quality yeah. of it. But if I'm just, like, you know, watching, you know, like a cartoon show or a TV show or just a shitty movie, I'll just pop on the Wii because I like having the interaction of, like, the remote in my hand. As opposed to the PS3, yeah. the 360, or the 360, which I don't have anymore because I see no reason to have a gold account anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah. I realized when I was I was talking to the talkback thread about that that my point is pretty much invalid because um, thanks to my lovely fiance Lauren who made me get a uh, a PS3 like USB remote thing for the DVD player because mm. she borrowed my PS3 to watch Blu-rays that I don't have that excuse and I should just use the PS3 because it'll look and sound better. But whatever, I like yeah. No, I, I like being able to just set down the Wii remote, you know, and then just pick it up yeah. when I want to. And then yeah. the Xbox controller always has that damn light show when it's running out of batteries, yeah. but it's not actually <laughs> running that's out like, of batteries. When it's like half, yeah, when it's like half yeah. out of batteries. Well, the Wii boots faster, for one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it got a cleaner interface at, at boot than <clears throat> mm-hmm. either the other systems. I, you know, I have, yeah. because my primary TV is in for repairs right now, I have all of my consoles on my one TV. Right, um, and I'm still using the the Netflix on the Wii first because, and par- probably partially because I was just used to it, but also just because it's 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 a faster interface. It takes yeah. less time to get started, and the vi- the visual fidelity of the P- PS3 and Xbox 360 are negated if I'm on this TV. So, although I I, I did watch a Blu-ray via a 480i composite <laughs> uh, <laughs> connection the other day, and you know what? It looks like a DVD. Go figure. <laughs> oh wow. Now, here, here's a question for you guys. Do you think that Netflix will eventually, I'm not saying tomorrow or even next year, but eventually abandon mail mailing discs and go fully digital? They've already announced within the last two weeks a, uh, dig- a streaming-only subscription, which is the first time oh, they've wow. allowed that in the States. They, they've ha- they've, they've been talking about that for quite a while. Are they actually implementing it now? Well, I know a lot of movies you can't get on Netflix Instant. They're disc yeah. only. I think they're gonna, they're going to have to work out a lot of like rights, uh, digital rights stuff before Licensing they can make bugs, that move. Yeah. But I think now that we're seeing Netflix on, te- like built straight into televisions, it's gonna yeah, yeah. that right is a lot closer than we think. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I I'm finding myself using instant a lot more than I'm using disc based yeah. at this point. I mean, in, in all honesty, like I kind of, with the exception of like a couple of DVDs here or there, like, you know, I'm going to buy Scott Pilgrim when it comes out on DVD and I get like the, uh, the DC animated universe stuff whenever it comes out. I don't even really buy DVDs anymore because Netflix oh, no. and I have so many and anything else. I mean, right now I'm kind of piggybacking on, a, on Lauren's parents' Netflix account. And even with that, like if we really want to see a movie and it's not on Netflix instant, she, she can just rent it on Netflix using her parents' account. Yeah. We can watch it that way. Like it, I really... in general, the stuff they have on the Netflix streaming isn't that, great but uh, they keep on adding more and more like they, they keep have, adding that's the key thing stuff. it's drastically improved from from even like a year ago 
Yeah, it, oh, yeah. it constantly improves. Like, but I also have a thing for crappy movies, so it works out in my favor. Me too. They do. No, it's great. Every week, something I have something to watch. Okay. Uh, actually, next we're doing what What's you're reviewing. reviewing. Neil, what have actually what what are we reviewing, Neil? Um. Well, I already reviewed it. Um. And I guess this, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, well, Zach's got to give it a normal human score, right? I might I might give it a review too because <laughs> no 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 uh, Neil, not, I okay I wouldn't give it what you gave it but so I might write my own review. Kirby's Epic Yarn is the best game to come out this entire year in my opinion. And, okay yeah I'm kind of negating the next two months but like really I can't imagine a game making me happier me having more fun with the game than Kirby's Epic Yarn it was just and I joy and blast and, and I cannot think of a better reason to give a, ta- a game a 10 so I was I was just giving you crap essentially yeah. oh no no I know <laughs> you're wrong no, no hard feelings bro but uh yeah, no. yeah Kirby's Epic Yarn it's you know um, I'm sure as anyone who's listening to this podcast they're kind of familiar with it you know it has the whole yarn aesthetic um, it's not quite the typical Kirby game. Um, he basically has, you know, he has, like, a yarn lasso that he can use to, like, kind of, like, attack enemies and pick them up and throw them. Um, he, like, can tur- he transforms a lot throughout the game. Like, if you, like, double tap to do a run, he'll turn into a little car and you can, like, do more jumps that way. And the, the, like, there's other transformations where, like, he'll turn into a tank, he'll turn into a fire engine, he'll turn into rocket. a... Yeah, a, a rocket. There's shoot 'em up levels in this game that are just so... So cool. awesome. Um... It's really like this game throughout all the levels. There's seven worlds. Um, I'm trying to think. I want to say there's like 40 to 50 More than levels. That. Something like that. Every single level surprised me in some kind of way. made me smile. Had some kind of yep. cool gameplay mechanic that I'm just like, wow, that's that's really, really cool. And like just everything about the game. Even the boss fights I thought were really cool. And I guess They're the, a little easy. I mean, they're a little easy. But see, the whole thing is that I think the boss fights are a good example of how the game works so well despite not you can't die in the game all you do you lose beads right. but in the boss you fights lose your gems. yeah in the boss fights if you lose these gems these beads whatever then you won't be able to unlock the two secret levels in the in each world right. each world has in addition to i think six main levels there's two extra ones and yes and they generally they're generally gimmick based yeah but but they're still they're they're really really awesome. But the way the ball, oh, the really way fun. each stage I, works I, I, is that you have a bronze, silver, and a gold medal that you can go for. And then in the boss battles, you have the bronze, silver, and gold. And there's also like kind of a platinum that will be a badge that will unlock another level, and or right. un- unlock the next level in 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 the world, the, the secret. The first bonus. And stage. you basically have to do those. Not only do you, can you not really get hit by the boss, you also need to find other ways to attack it that don't kill it. Which I thought was really cool, and a couple of the later bosses, I, you know, that became part of the puzzle. Like the boss was easy to, easy to beat, but it was like, all right, how do I, you know, get more hits on them and get more beads out of them so that way I can get the extra levels. Yeah. Um, uh, I I I'm I'm playing it too. I'm almost done with it. What really impresses me is just the amount of imagination that goes into it. Like God, you know, yes. it's like you said, every every level is something new, but even though every level, every world is themed like ice you know snow themed or whatever uh that doesn't necessarily apply to each stage yeah it's true um they have Treatland, which i even directly mentioned Treatland's so great um, i love the musical instrument level. yeah yeah that was, that I, was I, I mentioned one of my review and i well no basically what this level is is that like as you're walking through the level like you know you'll come across like a keyboard 
and it'll be right. like a platform on the stage, and you'll walk and on the it'll keyboard, like play it'll, music as you walk along. It'll play the notes, and then basically it's like as you jump and the through notes the level, turn into gems. Yeah, as you as you play through the level, like you can basically like almost like make music as you go, and it's just really really awesome. Yeah. It's cool. The, yeah, there have been a lot of uh, Little Big Planet levels like that and stuff. Yeah. Actually, yeah. a lot of people have compared this game to Little Big Planet just from yeah, except for the visual standpoint. Good. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's good. <laughs> this like, game, this game okay. has good jumping mechanics. Yeah, and like the co-op is actually fun. <laughs> Although the co the co-op instantly goes to Griefland very very easy. Oh really? <laughs> like every, I, every co-op <laughs> game does these yeah. days. If you're if you're good enough, can you avoid someone trying to grief you? Yeah, I mean, and you'll still kind make of fight progress it, hard. But... Okay. I liked uh, I, and uh, I like the transformations a lot. Like the the shmup stuff is cool, but I think my favorite is the rally car. Oh yeah, the rally car is really, really cool. And I, I like the fire engine because that's where like um, oh yeah, you the fire tilt, you tilt so with cool. the Wii remote to like uh, shoot water out of the fire engine. And you move around and like there's some. Cool but it, it's yarn water, right? Yeah, it's yarn water. God, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, yeah. It's just two. It's just two blue strings. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been really hard for me not to get this game, and I'm I'm not avoiding it's it amazing, for dude. any particular reason outside of that I have midterms, um, nah. right now, so I'm oh, yeah. kind of waiting because I know I always get lost in this. Kirby is one of my um, favorites. Um, my yeah. my favorite aspect of the whole game is the narrator. Oh or, yeah, where it's kind of like that storybook, the awesome. guy who does all the voices. Has anyone ever watched the show Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Where, where they have where they have the episodes where it's like the story tell story storybook theater stuff where it's like this old guy retelling space ghost episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what this kind of reminded me of because it's just like this not necessarily like monotone guy, but just this dude telling the story and then like he does. No, he's not monotone at all. He's he's very enthusiastic. Yeah. We got it. Oh, and I heard like he, said, he makes like the voices. Magic yarn. Um, yeah, he as does. If he's it's like an audio book to a little kid. Oh yep. man, God, yeah, exactly. That sounds. Wow, and, and meanwhile, and stuff you know, little cartoons playing in the background. He's narrating it. It's so cute. Yeah. It's so awesome. <laughs> and one last thing that I guess uh, this will be my parting shot on this is that something that I didn't really have room to mention in my review is that in each world, what's really cool is that like okay, like you beat a level, and then I guess what is it? It's a badge, right? It's been it's been like a week or yeah. two since I played the game. A patch, a little yeah, patch. yeah, a patch. And, like a merit badge, and then you you throw the patch, and it will go to this certain area, and like it's like there's one like I can think of one off the top of my head where it's like, it's like a it's a it's a bell, and then you go through, mm. throw the bell, and then like enemy comes out and hits the bell, and or like the bell's ringing, and the enemy comes out and just like knocks the bell away, and then it opens up the door to the next one, and with every level that right. you unlock, so the like, background the map changes, yeah, as you go. and it's just really it's it's once again it's just another part of the game where you're just like oh that's so cute. Like, that's adorable. Oh, man. It's, I like I, it I in the space game. level where you find a little UFO patch and you throw it, and then all these yarn UFOs come down and start beaming yarn platforms down, and, yep. and there's, like, yarn electricity going. It's just oh, so God. cool. I, I, this game's amazing. Oh, man. I, I, I have a stupid smile on my face. I just want to stop recording and, like, start a game of this over and play it again because I just had so much fun. And oh, you know God. what, Nate? You haven't played this game, but I... I'm jealous of you because you can go and experience this game with fresh eyes. Because I yeah. can't do that anymore. I already played it. Neil, I like I like the, wait, stop, the kind stop, of the, stop. They're not. Hold on. Just one more thing. <laughs> I liked every. I like the awesome I like move. the bad guys who hold spears, and when you take their spear, 
they're like, oh, fuck, and yeah. they start to run away. But I think that uh, that's, that's Kirby, all we'll Kirby's say Epic about Yarn that. It's a great is, game. I, I gave it a 10. I adored it. And it's really, it's one of the, I've had, it's one of the games that I've had the most fun with in, in years. And definitely. One I'm, of the best Wii games for yeah, sure. I've, I've only given one other game a 10 in my time at NWR and that was Punch Out. And really, those are just two games that throughout playing it all, I just smiled and was happy. And I love, I love both of those games and I love Kirby. I, I've also, yeah. uh, I have a Rock Band 3 review up, so I've been reviewing that. Um, and I'm working on a DJ Hero 2 review. And, that didn't go to John. Oh, oh wow. Man. Well, John. John's been really busy, right? So. John's moving, bro. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And plus, like DJ here is the shit. But we'll talk about that later. Like, <laughs> Wait, did you say it's just the shit or the shit? No, no, it's it's awesome. I love that game. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so Nate, talk about Oops Prank Party. I'm interested. Oops. <sighs> okay. So it's uh, no Kirby. Well. <laughs> Yeah, okay. No, it's not. Um Is it as good as Happy Birthday Mark? No. <laughs> okay, from a I don't know if that's good or from, bad. Here, well, from two points of view, it's not as good as Happy Birthday Mark. From a Oh my god, this game is so bad, it's hilarious. It's not as good <laughs> as Happy Birthday Mark. From a this is a game I have to play, it's still not as good as Happy Birthday Mark. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it it's really bad, but it's not funny. I, um, in its in its horribleness, I guess the one cool thing about it is that my character is a tall black man with pigtails, um, an orange mustache, a sort of a track exercise shirt, and very tight fitting jean shorts, with the voice of a young Japanese girl, and his name is Lola. That wow, that is oh, the one LA. bit of fun I've managed Lola? to. Uh, hmm? Hello, LA. Lola. Lola. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. Because that that was sort of also a song about gender confusion, so I I thought I'd give him that name. Uh, (laughs) And then my girlfriend's character is an elderly woman in biker's clothing with a goatee. Um, Okay. So the character creation is kind of fun, and well, it's no, it's not, but it's it's fun to make messed up things (laughs) in it, and I feel so bad for making someone play this with me because it is just shit like the fact All right, that now. Char- <laughs> i have a whole rant set up in my mind so go go no what i will, wait, I yeah, will you, interrupt you had a positive because, experience with this game didn't yeah, well, you well because I, um, I i um like hudson will occasionally send out these demo discs um right. still waiting for those beyblade impressions uh okay. come on let's go <laughs> but hudson will send out demo oh, discs right, yes yeah. um and they sent out oops prank party like back mm-hmm. in september and i played it there's impressions up on the site and not that it was anything amazing but like you know, I, I thought the mini games were kind of like, you know, quick paced, fun, reminded me of Mario okay. Party mini games. And huh. okay, yeah, the whole prank aspect of it was really stupid because it's just like, Haha, you're gonna be in a banana costume. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that's, okay. that's really, other than that, like, the mini games seemed fun. Oh, okay, so I don't know how many mini games you played or there were like, how long. Maybe like 10, 15. Out of maybe like the 10 of them. They yeah. don't expand much beyond that. Oh. Right there's a, there are several varieties kind of it and then outside of that they're all just kind of riffs on existing oh. things or or just you know like same idea different rapper kind of and you know like they they're varied I guess but they they end up feeling kind of the same I guess I can't say they're like oh they're all about um 
jumping into squares or something, but they end up feeling the same, even yeah. though they're slightly different com like concepts. And it just gets really sometimes you're old. jumping and, into circles. Yeah, sure, or, or so, something like that. Um, and really, God, it just it doesn't mix it up enough. It takes too long to get into the mini games themselves, and I think the whole shell of the game is just freaking boring. I don't know. It's it's not structured interestingly enough. Fun. So you're recommending this game, sir? No, no, not at all. Um, okay, so the, the <laughs> whole the whole wrapper of the game itself is boring. Like, the, there's a mode where you can just play the mini games. You can play them in little rounds against a game master. Like, so it's supposed to be a challenge. But I mean, I played a game against the game master, and he lost horrifically on his first one. So I don't. I don't know what that's about. And then there's like a Mario Party kind of board game thing. Um, and it's literally just colored squares on a white checkerboard that you're running across. So just like unimaginative. The, right, they made no effort with it. You've got like this retarded Elton John looking host that just kind of stands there and goes like, him. yeah, yeah. Like every, yeah. Oh, and the sound in this game, like the music is grating. Everyone's just yelling unintelligible noises the whole time and, and giggling because it's so funny that someone had to wear the leotard because they lost. I highly and... recommend that anyone that is not even really interested in this game but just kind of want to see what this game's about. We have an interview that uh, I did um, using, like, with... I, I, it was obviously translated by the PR company because, you know, mm. this is made by Hudson and I think it was, like, the, right. the Japanese producer did the interview. And... I feel like the answer to every question is like, and it's so much fun to prank your friends. It's so not. It's so much fun it, to prank the, your friends. It's so funny. Whole, we just want yeah, to make it hysterical. The whole prank aspect of this game just falls completely short. I don't think any of that is funny. And that is your motivation yeah. for playing with someone, I guess. Or, you know, that's what they intended your motivation to be, is to have fun pranking your friends. But it's just, yep. it is just not. Like, you don't do anything meaningful to them, uh... Like, there's no gameplay consequence to winning or pranking them. Um, it's just they have to wear a funny outfit. And if you do well enough, maybe you win a nice piece of clothing for your avatar. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, like, your... That is your motivation in the whole game. And, and the mini games are just so shoddy. Like, it, it feels like they had to make all the ideas in a day. Like, <laughs> okay, guys, there's a... We need to make up a mini game. How about one where you pick a diving board and see who jumps down on the correct invisible target. Wow. What the <laughs> hell is that? Uh, that's not even a game. You know, it, it, that, tra <laughs> that transcends idiocy. It, there is no point in engaging with that. I don't find that fun at all because there's no payoff. Like, people will play slot machines that are essentially the same. Like, you're just, let's throw something up to chance. But, hey you might win money. I I don't know. This is just <laughs> not not fun. And and the controls don't always work very well. Um the controls aren't very tight for all the different mini games because they had to implement so many things that they don't feel finely tuned. And none of them last very long either. So they're but I think I've spent longer loading the mini games and like waiting for the <laughs> stupid like intro thing to it to play through than you do on most of the games themselves. <laughs> like dealing wow. with all the accoutrements that come with the games, like the stupid standing on pedestals and everyone jeering and running in circles 
to avo- avoid having to wear the kimono or something takes longer than actually playing the retarded game that you have to play. I don't know. So this might be something you'd make your kids play when they misbehave. Yes, the the whole game is aggressively bad. Aggressively bad. It is. It's something they had to act It's offending. It's offending because I find I find stuff like maybe like Happy Birthday Mart to be kind of endearing to me because I can at least laugh at something, but this is just obnoxious the whole time. And it, it, <laughs> hmm. it's it's. I'm amazed they're asking money for this. Because to be it's, fair, it's not a lot of money, but it's still. twenty bucks. But that's twenty bucks, man. Holy yeah. crap! It, it's still twenty dollars. Like, yeah. I would That's be, kind of I would money. be saying the same things if this was an eight dollar WiiWare game. Yeah, yeah. It would still be shit. It would still be a collection, a high volume of useless, boring games that don't particularly control very well, with zero motivation for playing them. Oh. Well, I think that's enough about Oops Prank Party. Um, let's move on to something, I guess, slightly happier. Uh, Zach, you've got a couple games that you've been playing lately. Yes, I can go over both of them very quickly. Uh, Band Hero's been out for, like, over a year, but I just recently got the big box of it. Uh, so I got Band Hero for Wii, and it is awful. Um, it actually... Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't is, say is, that. Is, how, how does it, it has functionally a, compare? It has a ton of content. Tons of content. Yeah. Yeah. But the the track list is for 14-year-old girls. So that means for 14-year-old girls it's good. It's just that for anyone else it's shitty. There you go. Hmm. Would you like to play not one but two songs by Taylor Swift? Oh, crap. It sounds like I'd like this. Are, are, they, <laughs> are, are they good songs? Or are they like no. rock out songs? She has rock out songs. I, I, it's I probably the one about her cell phone, right? Songs. Yeah. Is one of them about her boyfriend? <laughs> one of them is about. Uh, but doesn't uh, this the, like the... legitimately have some good songs? Like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it has Rio on it, which is a good song. Duran Duran. See, I played the uh, I played the DS version of this for review. I don't know about. There's seven, connectivity between the band hero seven DS or eight months the... ago, but like I remember thinking yeah. I was I was looking forward to the controls being so bad that. <laughs> the the the, tra- the subpar track list was not a deterrent, you know what not I mean? Like, I was actually fairly impressed with the way the game controlled, so I didn't have that big of a problem with the track list. But like with with the Wii version, the con- the, the the game mechanics are absolutely a known commodity. So the track list They're is well known, yeah. is everything. Yeah. So I gave the game a fairly decent review on DS based on the fact that it, it was. Just because Not it was a good implementation horrible. of that style of gameplay for its platform, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's interesting. It's interesting to me that basically the exact same idea on Wii, which is I- implemented considerably better because it has you know the hardware to do it, right? Gets gets knocked not because it's a worse game, but because its flaws are far more glaring. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, well yeah, music. You know, but I I will say that you know it's got DS connectivity for both Band Hero and just normal DS. Um, but you have to have two guitars to use the the DS connectivity, which is kind of a shame. Wait, why do you um, need two? Well, okay, Zach. Can you... you need two guitars for a guitar battle, for roadie battle. You need uh, two okay. guitars. Yeah. Uh, okay, but don't they also have the thing, the set list manager was introduced in that game, right? Yeah, no, they have, they, I guess cool. they have that too. You know, that's, yeah, okay. Well, okay, um, well, Zach, considering the Wii's, you know, place in the market, there there should be a, a market for this game, right? You know, people will enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Right? Is it is it That's implemented fine. poorly, or 
it, you just have a well, problem the, with the, it's Guitar Hero. You know, it's a Guitar right. Hero game, and which and which yeah, sell like I mean, crazy if, right. because people so, see their favorite bands on it or whatever. Right. right. You know, it's just weird to me that it's not called like Guitar Hero Party Vert Edition or something mm-hmm. because because it's it's clearly a Guitar Hero game. Right. Uh, yeah. They even have the Guitar Hero Music Studio. It's called Guitar Hero Music Studio, and they're <laughs> not Band Hero. So they should just call um, it like Puberty Hero or how about, how about yeah, Ima- you know, Imagine Rockstar. There you go. <laughs> that's already taken. Damn oh it. my! But God. I just I just I just don't care for the track list. I mean, it's an impressive game. And if you're a 14-year-old girl and you're having a sleepover, why not? All right. How about um, the other game? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. The other thing I want to say is I really don't like having to hook up the Wii instruments to the Wii remotes because that's a friggin' hassle. Well, I noticed, um, I, I don't know what exactly guitar, like, because they have all the different variations, but I've, I've been reviewing. Yeah. Part of the reason why you have Band Hero, by the way, and why we have this year, year gap between the game actually coming out, is that uh, when we got Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, we got the game separate and then the Band Hero bundle. And because oh. I'm the only person on staff with any kind of musical instruments, someone got tasked with getting Band Hero. So, Zach, welcome to hell. You'll be reviewing Guitar <laughs> Hero games from now until you die. Um, nice. But, uh, but like, they have the different controllers, and how they work for Wii is that, at least for the Guitar Hero ones, I believe the Rock Band ones don't require that. Um, you have to put the Wii Remote inside the instrument somehow, and on the Guitar right. Hero World Tour guitar, it was really easy. You had enough room to, you know, put the wrist strap in there, and it would fit snugly. Yeah. And then on the Guitar oh, yeah. Hero Warriors of Rock guitar that I that I played Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock with, it was fucking impossible to get that goddamn thing to stay in there. It fit <laughs> but, the wrist, but, uh, wrist strap, and it was just once like, you... like, what happened? But once you get inside, you're fine, right? Well, no, because... Well, yeah. <laughs> Because then you have to take it out if you ever want to use that. Oh, mirror. right. Yeah, exactly. Well, with, with the guitar, there's a little there's a little notch where you can fold up the wrist strap, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice, but you still have to take it out of the condom. Um, um, I, don't, I, don't, I go in unprotected. But, <laughs> but with the drums, there's literally no room for the condom and there's no room for the wrist strap. Wow. And this is like the new set of drums, too, which is supposed to be... It is the new set of drums, and they're pretty nice. Yeah. You know, technically, they're pretty nice. But the th- real thing that bugs me about the drums is that, you know how inside the hatch, there's a little connector cable that you plug the bottom of the Wii Remote into? Yeah. Uh, well, in the drums, it is it is an L-shape. So you, you plug the Wii Remote in, but then you can't put it all the way down in there. That's because that's how, I think how because of the L shape. It's what? It's such bullshit. So what you end up doing is you end up kind of forcing the the cord into this bizarre position and then really forcing the the latch back down and worrying about injuring something in there. And it it just Someone <laughs> needs to re-edit This would have been a much better conversation um shortly after <laughs> the announcement of the Wii's name, I feel. Yeah. But no, I I think I actually understand what you mean. I think the DJ Hero controllers for Wii are similar. Yeah, it's that it's kind of bad design. Uh, and the other game I'm reviewing, and I just uh, put up a review in copy edit for, is uh, Ben 10 Ultimate Ultimate Alien Cosmic Destruction, which we did talk about um, for our newscast, right? Well, no, we talked about Ben 10 Alien Force. Yeah, that was oh. the one that came out last year. This is. So yes. how exactly is this different from the one that came out? This last is year? actually vastly improved. 
you don't have to switch when you're switching alien forms. For for those who don't know, these are basically a cameo. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit power. about it last episode. Right, and uh, so Ben Ben Tan has like ten different forms, and uh, they all have situationally specific uh, uh, environmental you know things, um, but. You used to have to switch from an alien form back to Ben, and then switch to another alien form. But in this, and that was cumbersome and annoying. Uh, in this one, you can just switch between the alien forms whenever you want. Cool. So that speeds things up. Uh, the combat's better because there's more variety, and it's actually in 3D now instead of being like Donkey Kong Country, uh, which is a huge improvement. And there's a lot more platforming, and there's stuff to find in the environments. And I like the game. Uh, so if you like Ben 10, go go get this one. Okay, that's cool. Very good. All right, Andy, you got something <laughs> you want to talk about quickly? Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to review because there's just nothing. Nothing's come my way in in quite some time. I'm hoping to get the uh, Wii version of uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2011. Have not got confirmation of the review copy yet from the publisher, so I'm still waiting on that. But the only thing I I kind of wanted to mention was that I am uh putting on a live stream of. Zelda Wind Waker periodically over the next few weeks. I'll be bumping a thread in the forums. Uh, it's a talkback thread for the blog post that I made. So if you have any interest in watching a guy uh, figure out how to play Wind Waker after his initial playthrough was like seven years ago, um, feel free to, to to jump into the little uh, little uh, live streaming chat room that I that I linked to. I'm having some trouble getting the video quality to be where I want it, but it's still certainly not hard to. It's not that bad. It's just not that great either. I, I dropped in for a bit um, to say hi, and I plan on watching further. How was the video yeah, quality when, I, when, when I you watched it too? When I you, watched um, for a very brief bit the other day. As did I. Fun to watch. Actually, I, I stopped in and I typed my name and I said, hey, Andy, and then a bunch of people yelled, hey, Nathan. I was like, hey, that was cool, and I left. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed Bye. fine. Well, it's, 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 sort of a, it's sort of a joint project with, with another forum that I'm in just because they seem to find it entertaining that I'm doing this. So they were in there and there's another guy in the other forum named Nathan. So I think maybe they thought you were him. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> kind of funny. I, I thought about typing wrong Nathan, but I didn't really figure anyone would No one, no one needed to know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. How was the video quality when you stopped in? Was it, was it, was it decent? It was fine. Yeah. I, I knew what part you were at and okay. I could, I could kind of read the text on the screen. I'm telling, I, I know I, I watched um, the Metroid prime marathon, Couple mm-hmm. year or so, year or so ago, when uh, when Nick Demola was doing it, and I thought the video quality was a little better there than what I'm getting now. But anyway, it's not something I'll be doing every night. Just something I'll be doing, hopefully, maybe a couple nights a week. So uh, check 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 that forum thread. Look for look look for me to bump it. And if you see me bump it, then go check out that uh that live yeah, stream. And, um, if you guys want to see more like like live stream marathon kind of stuff, email newscast at com. Absolutely. And, uh, Maybe we'll try to put something together. I know I've uh, I talked about back when we did the Mega Man 9 game club about doing a Mega Man marathon mm-hmm. that I was going to do with some friends, but that kind of fell through because one of my friends was like working for the entire summer and we kind of like we couldn't find the time that we could do it together. But it's something that I'm definitely always thinking about in the back of my head, and if there's support for it, then I will be pushed more to think about doing it. Well, if this Wind Waker one picks up steam, and I seem to be getting people to actually stop in and say hello. I may do the same thing for uh, Twilight Princess, which is my plan after Ooh. I finish Wind Waker. Cool. So. And then probably oh, by the yeah. time you're done Twilight Princess, um, you can do that for Skyward Sword. 
Yeah, perhaps. Uh, well, I, I was thinking yeah. of um, marathoning the Ralph Lauren-sponsored polo game. So. Yeah. 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 It's been fun. I, the the people that were in there, the, I had like at least seven or eight people watching me play Wind Waker the other day, and there was just a lot, lot of people that were taunting me as I continued to fail to solve the puzzle and or win the <laughs> combat. There was a lot of people trying to get me to go to a certain part of the game. One of the guys in there uh, was trying to point me towards the direction of the ghost ship every five minutes, um, which I hadn't. Did you get stuck for an embarrassing amount of time in the stealth sequence? No, I'm past the stealth sequence. I'm, oh, that's good. That's good. I'm already pretty. Ah, that's the worst well, part that's, of that that's game. Well, that's one of my like. I mean, I guess since we're just talking about Wind Waker, there, there's those moments in Wind Waker and Twilight Princess that just makes me never want to replay those games. Oh yeah. I hate that stealth sequence in Wind Waker. Oh and yeah. The tutorial sequence in Twilight Princess is like an hour. Oh god, it takes so freaking long. And yeah. I was actually, I don't know you if can't any, save. I don't know yeah. if anyone remembers. I think there was an interview sometime recently where apparently, or forget exactly, I remember reading this sometime in the past couple months, where Miyamoto basically mandated that it's like originally, that Twilight Princess Village, you were there for a day, and then you went mm-hmm. off and did what you want. And then yeah. Miyamoto mandated that like, spend four days there. So, oh, it's Jesus. all the crazy genius's fault why I can never replay <laughs> Twilight Princess ever again. I've actually is, been really... Yeah, that is the worst. I've been really, really, like, looking forward to replaying Twilight Princess. I think... I enjoyed Twilight Princess on the first time through more than I enjoyed most other Zelda games on the first time through. Um, I think yeah. I, so. I, I kind of have to agree with you, but I have, like, after trying to replay Twilight Princess, I never want to play that game ever again. I don't I didn't yeah. like it the first time. I, I always thought it was kind of a subpar game. I, I will never replay it. I really enjoyed it, but it's actually the first Zelda that I have ever sold. I'm, yeah. Me well, too. I'm, usually, I yeah, I, usually I keep Zelda. It's golden. Yeah, I you have to keep it. I haven't but. sold it, but it's been in the possession of Lauren's <clears throat> sister's boyfriend for about four or five months, and I don't give a shit. I'm looking yeah. forward to yeah. replaying it. To be perfectly honest, I, I kind of can't wait. Well, you know what, hmm. Andy? You're wrong. Oh, well, yeah. all right. You're wrong, You're wrong yeah. <laughs> but first, I have to get through Wind Waker, and I'm I'm pretty far into the game. I'm, I got the uh, I just got to the uh, the, the fire arrows, so... For those of you, God, I love yeah. that game. I love that game yeah, so I, much. I've been, I've been trying to think of reasons why I should replay that. So maybe I'll just look. I'll, right I'll give you one right now, right now, when you first go into the, uh, into the castle. Oh yeah, that's a great. Do Do you want to hear my reason to replay Wind Waker? Sure. Yes. 3DS remake. Oh, <laughs> oh so, man. So why would I want to replay it now? I should just wait for that. Yeah, God, that would be great. And for those of you who are wondering if this sort of represents me coming back to that replay all the Zelda games project that I touched oh, on yeah, about yeah. a year ago, um, yeah. this is this is me basically giving up on that because I <laughs> barely, barely got through Oracle of Ages. Or don't, no, Oracle. Don't of play Secrets. games that you don't feel like playing, man. That's the stupidest thing you could do with your yeah. time. Well, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't want to play Zelda games. I mean, I love uh-huh. Zelda games, but I tell right. you what, playing through. Playing through uh, Link's Awakening, Link to the Past, mm-hmm. Oracle of Ages, oh, yeah. or Seasons, uh, playing through all those games kind of back-to-back made me just not want to ever play a 2D Zelda game again, to be perfectly honest. So that's I'm why you just yeah. get so, that 3D Dock Game Heroes? That's probably part of the reason, yeah. That could be it, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know why, but like I started playing the first like 15 minutes of Oracle of Ages, and I could not bring myself to care at all about I can't imagine running characters. through all the 2Ds in such quick succession. Actually, any yeah. of, yeah. That well, would I, I, th- I think I kind of mentioned Except this once upon a time, but like I, I think I, what basically what I learned from this project was that I 
vastly prefer 3D Zelda, and that was really, really? A, a surprise to me because 2D Zelda was always I always kind of claimed that as my favorite genre of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I I think I much prefer 3D Zelda. I'm, I mean, the fact the fact that it's the combat's fairly easy doesn't really bug me that much. I just love yeah. the the exploration is much more fun. I agree yeah. with that, I, except uh, the exception for me is that Link's Awakening is my absolute favorite Zelda. Yeah, yeah like I think that Link's Awakening too. and Link to the Past are both fantastic mm-hmm. games. Yeah, they're both wonderful but, games. But my thing is that like I think that Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker and even Twilight Princess are kind of, not necessarily like years beyond, but I think they're a lot better. And that's uh, it has to do with the, the 3D interaction, like being able to explore the world in a different way. And the 2D ones are fun, but just, I mean, I kind of have to agree with Andy in that, like, you know, they're, they're fun, but they're not, they don't, they don't stack up the 3D ones. But yeah, I was trying to, like, get myself geared up to play through Ages so I could get to Wind Waker. Um, and after about yeah. nine months of trying to gear myself up for playing Oracle of Ages, I finally decided, hey, you know what? I'm just not gonna. Um, and I think I, I think I was gonna play through Minish Cap and Four Swords as well. I've never played and I Minish think, Cap. Uh, I think th- those Minish those are, Cap is good. I think they're officially I, I, off the table at this point. I just don't care. Which is what I meant by don't play games that you don't feel like playing. I'm with you on that one. Although Minish Minish Cap isn't as tight as the other uh, 2D games. It's it's a little it's a little bit more experimental. I found myself having trouble caring about Minish Cap even while I was playing it for the first time. I think I felt that burnout yeah. coming on even back then. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't care for Minish Cap. I didn't like the 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 <laughs> Oracle's games. I didn't really like. Uh, yeah, Minish Cap. I've never I've never played the DS ones. I mean, I started playing Phantom Hourglass, uh, but I never finished. And I'm kind of thinking. I, I really like. I, I not worth it. Didn't like Phantem Hourglass, and I know Zach, you fucking hate Phantom Hourglass, but I, I didn't like it game. because like the controls in it always bothered me, and then Spirit Tracks kind of. Fix the problems that I have with the controls, and I really enjoyed Spirit Tracks, and I like trains. I'm kind of looking forward to <laughs> completing what I would consider to be a fairly noticeable gap in my Zelda, my Zelda experience by playing through the DS ones finally once uh, once I'm finished with with uh, with uh, uh, Twilight Princess. So I'm looking forward to that. Just just yeah. I would just, just go for Spirit to Tracks. The train game and and just skip skip to the train game and skip yeah the hour yeah just just go straight to Spirit Tracks. They're so similar that you're just going to experience the better of the two. My, my closing shot with this one is that just look at my <laughs> review of Spirit Tracks, and I'm pretty sure my abstract is just like, it's Phantom Hourglass 2.0. Like, it is, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, definitely. All right, yeah, let's take a break. We okay. will be right back after these messages. And we're back. Welcome back. We're gonna, yeah. yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna jump right into uh, the downloads. We got the down low on the downloads. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with WiiWare. We're really just gonna run through this this stuff because most of it's crap. Except for the first. Uh, one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The uh, first one, of course, uh, for WiiWare, Bit Trip Fate, Axis Games, 800 points. Neil, what's Bit Trip um, Fate? Um. So I got Bit Trip Fate gifted to me by Axis Games and I started playing some of it today I on the second level and it's a kind of it's a it's a rhythm based shoot 'em up kind of 
Um, for anyone that's kind of, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what the game's about, um, it's the Bit Trip series, you know, the rhythm games, there's all that cool chiptune music. And in this Mr. one, video. you control Commander Video, and it's like kind of this path, <laughs> like this fixed path. It's literally like an on-rail shooter, but it's from like the side-scrolling shoot-em-up perspective. And you control him left and right, and he goes along this path, which kind of like curves around the screen and everything. And then you use, you can either use the Wii Zapper, you can use the class controller, and you can either point or use the analog stick on the controller to, you know, move your reticule around the screen and shoot at enemies. And when you shoot at enemies and you collect power-ups, and then, you know, you get to, like, the, the different score things, and I, I can't really think of how to explain this. Like, like you know, in the Bit Trip series, how you'll get to, like, you know, Ultra and Extra and all that stuff. That's how you yeah. get up there and get, you know, the better score multipliers. Mega. And every time you get hit, it'll bring you down one. Um, and it's it's really tricky because, you know, you have to maneuver through all the gunfire, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely, I, I don't think it really matches up to Bitcher Runner, but it's it's probably, I would say, it's, at least so far, it's one of my favorite in the series. It's definitely, I, I like it more than Core and Void. Definitely. It seems like they're pumping these games out. Yeah, um, Dave, uh, we interviewed them at E3, and really you got the vibe from them that they are very good at you know, like, uh, you know, keeping to a schedule. Um, this is their fifth game in the series, and the series started in March 2009. Like, that's amazing. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, Bitcher Fit's really cool. The boss battles are kind of tricky, and they're a little ridiculous, because I got to the second boss, and then like it took me a while to figure out, and then I died. And then I just start the entire fucking level all over again. So it's got that oh. kind of brutal difficulty in a in, in a way, but it's fun. It Ready kind of like it reminds it. me a lot of Res. Oh yeah, I was well, going to ask how far removed it was from Res since you said it was a shoot 'em up. It's, it's, it's a side-scrolling shoot 'em up as opposed to like the, mm. the behind-the-back 3D shoot 'em up. Right, right. Both. There's the, just the, the way obvious, it works with the music, yeah. and unlike how like when you you know you get hit, it's like things get less spectacular. Right, um, uh, but I know that it um, reminds me a lot of Res. If you liked Res, I would recommend the Bit Trip games. Really have a penchant for difficulty. Does that sort of throw a wrench in the experience with music? It seems a little easier than like some of the other games. It's still tough. Like I said, it's <clears> it's <throat> the toughness that I've encountered so far is more of it's unforgiving than it being super challenging. Mm -hmm. Like the bosses are a little hard to figure out. And it's not like you can die and then try again. It's like you die in your pit and you have to start the entire level over again. Yeah. Hey. I haven't, I, haven't got, I think there's like five or six levels. Um, I'll probably have a review up soon. I got to put some more time into it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's been Trip Fate. Uh, next up from Hudson for 500 points is my planetarium. I'm going to guess this has to do with planetariums. I am yes. angry with Hudson right now. Are you? Let's, yeah. let's move on. You don't I can't that. imagine why. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, a Nintendo game. My gosh. 800 points through space. It's like 3D Tetris, pretty much. There you go. Uh, happy Holidays Halloween for from 505 Games for 500 points. Uh, it's something. Yeah. Happy Holidays Halloween. Yeah. And, uh, and then that's it for WiiWare, actually. Uh, and then going on to the DSI, Go Go Island Rescue from Connect 2 Media for 500 points. Mm, Yay. Uh, enjoy Gaming, 500 points, has uh, Spot the Difference, in which you Auto spot hunt. the difference. Auto hunt. 
Uh, game bridge, 200 points. Go series defense wars. Tower defense. I'm yep. guessing so. I guess the, um, I guess the Go series is like a series of Japanese DSiWare games that are being brought over under the same. Yeah. It is. Yeah, they were all part of the same package originally. Yeah. Yep. Now this they is my this up. is my favorite release this week, from Kaza, 200 points. Flashlight. It's literally a fucking flashlight. Let's move on. 200 points. Yes. Uh, uh, another Nintendo game for 500 points. Snap Dots, probably a camera-based um, thing. Um, it's it's developed by D4 Enterprise. It's it's based off of like some kind of Japanese puzzle game. It kind of looks like Picross, but it's not. It's like you have to like tilt pictures and shoot dots into it. It, it looks kind of weird. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, Zoo Games has Armada for 500 points. Yay. Um, Game Lion for 200 points. Uh, you can get Academy Tic Tac Toe. Oh, this is what I've been waiting for. I know, right? A game that I couldn't uh, just play on frickin' Picto Chat. <laughs> <laughs> or my notebook. I thought Tic Tac Toe was exclusive to my notebook blue. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, if you had my notebook red, you could trade with someone that had my notebook yeah, blue for Tic Tac Toe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. I really um, wanted that Abby Ekans, Light. by the way. <laughs> Abbey Light has music on, playing piano for 200 points, adding to the vast library of piano. I games. thought this game already oh, existed. Yeah, I think it's like easy piano. Does. I don't know. What is... Whatever. Move on. Uh, don't care. Uh, and then there's one virtual console game that could actually be interesting. Final Fantasy Mystic Quest from Square Enix for 800 points. Has, what anybody, is this? has anybody ever played this game before? I haven't. It's, it's like a... It's no. like I, I, I actually I owned it for a while. And sold is this it similar to the one they released on the Game Boy? Um, no. Uh, is this a Super Nintendo game? Like, uh, no, no, like the Legends oh one? God. No, no, not at all. This is, no. like, my first RPG. Um, you can, you don't really explore as much as you go from, like, point to point. Like, imagine, okay. like, it's a world map of a Mario game, except for each level is just a fight. An RPG turn-based battle. So it's almost so, almost like Final Fantasy Tactics. No, I'm not saying the battles yeah, are like yeah. that, but... It's, it, okay. I mean, it's, it's... Imagine, like, the Final Fantasy, like, 2-4 era combat... But mm -hmm. in a very limited exploration way, at least that's what I remember of it. It's been a, it's been like you know six. That years sounds like a thrilling prospect. Though. I mean, it's it's interesting. Is this a Super it's Nintendo interesting, game? but it's ultimately not anything too special. It's it's, like it's eight hundred really points. Fantasy, so it would yeah, probably be yeah, worth right. looking into. But you remember Quest sixty four? Now that was baby's first RPG. Not really. No. No. Right. Like I. I a friend of mine had Quest 64, and we were so RPG-starved that we played the shit out of Quest 64. Like, it's not really a good <laughs> RPG, but it's not, like, you know, my first RPG. Okay. I, I remember it being extraordinarily easy. It was pretty easy, but um, I, I wouldn't call it that simple. All right, fine. Fine. Uh, retail releases. Actually, some interesting things here on Wii. We have Rock Band 3, um, which, which we've I reviewed. I gave it a 9.5 yep. out of 10. The review's up. It's a fantastic game. If you like rhythm games, it's amazing. However, um, I don't know how much I can write. It, like, it really depends. At this point, you're probably invested in a platform. I'm invested on the 360, right. so 
even though you don't intend to be able to port blah da 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 like Rock Band 3 is going to be played on Xbox 360 for me. I have Neil, Neil, you can't talk about any other platform. Oh, this I know, is Nintendo I know. World Report. But, you don't, don't anger the guards. But really, Rock Band 3, <laughs> what it does is it refines everything about the Rock Band series into like such a such a fine, sweet, whatever like game platform. Um, it's like you can sort through all the songs, like the way that like everything is And you can assign songs ratings, right? Yeah, so that way basically you can have it where you would hit random song and it wouldn't, like there would be some songs that you have rated very low that wouldn't show up as often as songs that you have rated higher. Yeah, Mm. that's pretty awesome. It's it's an awesome, awesome game. If you like rhythm games, this game is amazing. And it has all the pro mode and the keyboards and everything that's cool too. Alright, cool. Uh, Deca Sports 3, uh, another Deca Sports game. And that is, uh, they're going to run out, out of sports. It's being sent out to Pedro for review. Um, it oh, will cool. probably take, I don't know, it has to go on a boat to Puerto Rico, so it'll be a while. <laughs> uh, back again, Battle Brawlers, Defenders of the Core, which I have a uh, uh, demo of that I should play someday. No, that's, uh, that's, that's Beyblade, different things. Oh, Beyblade, you're right. Uh, kind of I've, I've heard that the, the new Bakugan game actually seems kind of cool because uh there was a Bakugan is, is, game that came out last year that i played that was it was very much based like almost strictly on like the you know like the whole like roll the metal ball onto the card and then it comes out like that's that's what it was based on yeah. is bakugan the 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 spinning tops thing or is that something um, else it, it's little orbs that you throw and the orb pops out into a little monster yeah wait is that that's pokemon is this different? Yes, it is. But this is the orb, actually, itself is the monster. Yeah. <sighs> but but basically, Bakugan <laughs> Battle Brawlers is kind of like, I think, like, you control the Bakugan in the game, as opposed to you being the the, the card game player who's controlling yeah. the Bakugan on the field. So, so Bakugan, Bakugan, Nate, is actually two collectible games in one. Yeah cards and these stupid little plastic orbs. Yep. I think that's enough right. right. on uh, You're not going to get a, a response out of me that is not <laughs> just a groan, so... <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk Shred, which is a kind of a pseudo-sequel to... Uh, no, it's not a, it is a sequel to Tony Hawk Shred. It is, it is a straight-up sequel. Um, it's, it's more marketed for kids this time. I'd imagine we'd be getting a review copy of it soon, probably by the end of the week. More again. more plastic shit from Activision. Yeah. This is different from the other new Tony Hawk game where you're like coloring the town, right? No, that's Sean White. What? Yeah, oh, okay, Sean yeah, you're right, you're right. No, I'm sorry. Tony Excuse Hawk me. Shred also has snowboarding, though. Yes, okay, no, I was thinking oh, of Sean White the Blob, so got it. Yeah, Sean White yeah. the Blob actually looks really good. Yeah, it looked okay. I mean, that's also on the it, list. We may as well just it was full it of, like, Sean. stupid attitude. Oh, it is there. Okay. Yeah, Sean <laughs> does it use the Does it use the board? Um. Yeah, but I played the Wii like I played the Wii version, um, at E3 using the Wii remote and nunchuck controls and then the balance board. The balance board controls are fucking terrible. The Wii remote oh, and nunchuck yeah. controls are really good, and in all honesty, it's probably the best skateboarding game I played on Wii, and that's not saying a goddamn thing. Yeah. Well, then we got uh, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, which Andy brought up briefly. Yep. It's a wrestling game. Wrestling. So, yep. They're still making uh, Which, wrestling games can peak very high. I, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed me some wrestling games, but... 
My, guess, my friends like those UFC games. Yeah, I got my ass handed to me in one um, this year at E3, but I, I guess the last one I really enjoyed was on the 64, so I don't know yeah. if that counts. You know what, yeah. you, you know what uh, the wrestling video games bring to the table that uh, wrestling, real wrestling doesn't? It's that when you're playing a wrestling video game, it's exactly as real as every other sports game. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you can beat the crap out of someone, and it's not any less realistic than Madden, basically. Yep. Um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, which seems totally unnecessary. Yeah. Um, no, out. actually, I kind of disagree, because I think the Wii version is going to be really good. Um, it's developed by no, Red I'm Plus just Studio. saying the first Ooh, one it... had an ending. It didn't yeah. need a sequel. Well, I, and from everyone who's read the buzz about the 360-slash-PS3 version, apparently it's mm. really... It's not exactly I, terrible. It's just I like, have only heard bad things about it. Yeah, I've heard Me too. nothing good about it. I heard it's totally yeah. unnecessary, but... The Wii one actually seems pretty cool. It's developed by Red Why is that? Studio. That everyone, everyone, everyone who's anyone knows that I've totally developed a crush on Red Flag Studio. They did Mushroom uh-huh. Man, yes, the Ghostbusters do. Wii game, which I know a lot of people kind of shit on. It's it's okay, but Mushroom Man I love. Um, the Food Network game was right. surprisingly good from what it was, and this game, from what I've read about it, is that they they do a good like Red Flag Studio. This is a Wii built from the ground up game, and it's also got this. Super Smash Brothers S multiplayer mode. I don't know too much about the single player, but I really hope to try it out. I, I want to play this game. Hmm. All right. I don't. I don't do things based off of developer crushes. Um, ever well, since Lair. <laughs> I have a crush on Way Forward. Um, yeah, like I like I like Way Forward and Red Fly a lot. Other than that, or well, like Team Eco. Thank you very much. I bought a PS3. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Good feel is on that list now. Good feel. Oh, now um, they are, yeah. Anytime next they level games to does a Nintendo game. I'm just saying I've been hurt before, and I yeah. don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm not saying that you're gonna hurt me, but I might be a little edgy. <laughs> <laughs> a little standoffish. A little hesitant. It'll take me yeah. a while. Oh. Um, star, uh, Sean White skateboarding, which we discussed. Sean White uh, mashed with De Blob. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that game's pretty. It looks. Promising. I would like to check it out. Uh, DJ Hero 2, which has, which has two turntables. Two turntables and a microphone. Uh, DJ you know what's Hero... interesting about DJ Hero 2 is that they got rid of the guitar and added a mic. Yeah. What? Um, I like DJ Hero 2 a lot from what I've played. Um, I still need to you know, screw around with the multiplayer more. I probably won't have a review until early next week or maybe optimistically the, the weekend I'll get a chance to write it. But it's it's a lot of fun so far. They've added a lot more as far as like I guess co cohesion for the entire game. Because in the first one, I mean, I only played it on 360, but I imagine the Wii one was just a port of that. It's kind of a really messy interface where there wasn't really any kind of career mode. It was just like, yo, dude, here's the songs, play them, yeah. go through that, and that's all it was. Where in this one, there's there's a very easily accessible quick play mode that you can go through. You can you know sort it by. One's to do with just the DJ, one to do with the DJ and the vocalist. That's all really easy to sort through. And then there's this empire mode where you, it basically, it's the, that, that, you know, the entire screen of the first one is kind of put into this empire mode where you start off as, you know, this young DJ who's hitting the, the clubs. And then you mm. progressively play these songs, you unlock more songs along the way. Um, it's, it's just, I, I think DJ Hero, just the series in general, is really underrated. I mean, well, maybe it's not really underrated. I just feel like everyone seems it's to It's just not it very off. popular. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think people write it off because of the guitar. It, it's like Guitar Hero to a lot of people. Yeah. I think that DJ Hero is a surprisingly fresh and, like, interesting game. Like, just... I do you know, like the first game. Yeah, like, the way it controls, like, I, I'm not into, you know, fucking turning tables or any of that shit. Like, I right. really could care less, but I just find some of the mixes that they have in it are really interesting, and the way that the game plays, I feel like I'm affecting the, the music, even more so in DJ Hero 2, than what you can do in Rock Band or Guitar Hero, because, you know... You do have more more time, especially in the second one, because they have all these different freestyle sections that you can really alter the the song. And I feel like I'm more of a part of the music, as corny as that sounds, than I do when I'm playing rock band or guitar hero. Do they throw a lot of like techno music in there, or is it? Um, there what? was a shit ton of Daft Punk in the first one, and this one, from what I've read, I mean, I haven't gotten too far into the game yet, but the set list is a lot less like techno and rap, and more, I guess, mainstream. I would play a very techno-heavy version of this. And actually, yeah. I mean, it sounds I mean, cool that they added another turntable. Do you have to, like, match beats as you transition between oh, no, songs? Well, no, the, or the two turntables thing is more because they have a lot more focus on multiplayer. Oh, okay. It's not oh. like you're doing two at, two at a time. Oh, dang. Well, I thought well. that was the whole point. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, okay. Well, there's that. It's uh, really Flip's <laughs> Twisted World, which comes with a Wii Remote Plus. No, yeah. no, that's Fling Smash, bro. Oh shit! Flip Twisted World is the Majesco published game. Come on, dude. We we've had a developer diary on dude, yeah. for like three months. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm um, tired. Sorry. I, I don't know if the developer diary is done yet. They they don't really tell me. It's just kind of I get an email every now and then. It's just like here's a new post. It used to be every week, and now it's just kind of <laughs> like maybe every ten days they'll be like here's a new post, and then like there will be something egregiously wrong with it, and then I'll ask the Majesco <laughs> rep like what's up with this. And then they'll be like, okay, let me get back to you. And then four days later, they'll be like, okay, this is what was fixed. And then the next day, it'll be like, here's a new post. But, huh. yeah, Flip's Twister World is $30. We should be, um, Grant Buell should be reviewing it. We should be getting a review copy. What kind of game is it for the sake of radio? Okay, uh, you, you, you haven't <laughs> read the developer journal? Like, what are you guys Has doing? everybody that... Actually, you know what? That is a dumb assumption of me to make. Everyone that listens to newscast, newscasts probably reads the site so never mind <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like right here for nintendo um but yeah no, flip twisted world is like a 3d platformer where there's a mechanic in it in which you basically flip the world around you it's based off of like escher paintings and uh it seems kind of like a, oh yeah a three like a super mario 64 version of echo chrome seems to be what they're going for mm. um Ooh, nice it could be really cool Maybe. I, I really like we'll reviews see. have been kind of lukewarm so far. I'm interested to see uh what Grant thinks of it when he gets to check. See how well it holds up to Oops Prank Party? Yeah. In the budget be. arena. Yep. Hmm. And then the last Wii game is NBA two K eleven, which is a NBA game. NBA Jam? Featuring uh Mr. Jordan. Yeah. That's I've right. heard really good things. I don't really know anything about the Wii version, nor do I really He's care. out of virtual retirement. I've heard it's um well, I mean, it's it's a two K two K game, so it's going to be mm-hmm. pretty sim heavy. But that's what I've heard is that they've they've done a little more little more more tweaking of the controls, and it's a little harder to get into than in maybe competing NBA series that are not available on Wii anyway. So yeah. Um, uh-huh. But no, I I'm considering checking <clears throat> this game out only because I think I think by putting Jordan in there, there they've got to have sort of moved away from the regular traditional franchise mode. And just have sort of like um like a Jordan mode, and I'm kind of curious to see well, what that would be. Jordan mode. Okay, because uh, I've I've heard of this really a lot. 
heard this on other podcasts, specifically uh, Weekend Confirmed. Um, they, they talked about it on that, and I guess I'll just kind of recite what I've heard from there. Um, basically, how the Jordan interaction in the game goes is that there's like 10 Jordan moments where it'll be like, you know, play this game and put up fucking 60 points and shit like that. <laughs> and it's, it's really difficult and challenging, but if you beat all of those, then you can unlock you can, like, I think you can start Jordan at the beginning of his career on any team that you want in, like, oh, modern nice. day NBA. So that's basically, that's, like, the Jordan stuff in the game. And I think there's also, like, they released a code that you don't have to complete all the really, really hard Jordan challenges to unlock him. That sounds fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I think, I mean, it, if I was more into basketball, I think I'd care more about that. But Basketball yeah. is another kind of sports game that I have not played since the 64. Dude, courtside. Yeah, courtside yeah. was great. All right. Every every minute yeah, adds a minute to Polo Cast, so yeah. Yeah. let's keep going. Uh, Rock Band uh, three on the DS, which I probably like Band Hero, maybe. So uh, no, actually, no, it's, it's like, like a rock like... band. It's like um, amplitude and frequency on yeah. Oh, oh, nice. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of funny how they have like there's a pro mode in that game. Um, how it works in this is, uh, I guess. Amplitude and Frequency are, like, the first harmonics games, so to speak. Right. Um, and how they work is that, like, you'll have these, like, it's, like, the the button highways that you're used to, but instead of, you know, like, playing a virtual guitar, you're just pressing buttons. Right. And in this one, because, it, because it's rock it's rock band, you have to, like, you basically, like, complete a phrase on guitar, and then you can, like, switch over using the shoulder buttons to a different instrument. And, like, as you complete a phrase in the normal mode, then, like, it'll kind of make that instrument play itself for a while. Right. And then, like, over time, like, you'll have to, like, you have to, like, jump through all the instruments and keep them all playing and, you know, get a high score and keep up your multiplier, et cetera, et cetera. In pro Ooh. mode, um, you have to keep them all going at the same time, which is Ugh. not really as much fun. But I, like, I guess I see what they're doing, and it's kind of funny how they work pro mode into Rock Band 3 on DS. Cool. Uh, Intellivision Lives, yay, for DS. Does anyone want this, really? I don't. Uh, I, I kind of like classified arcade collections. I'm not going to get this, but well, it's kind of nice that, that they, uh, they're they putting out old classic games, I guess. I don't really have any nostalgia for that library of games, so I'm not yeah. really excited well, it for it. Seems like these should be DSi games. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, Crafting Mama, which is a mama game with crafting. Arts and crafts, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, art, art academy. Wasn't there already an art academy? Uh, well, no, this is a DS version. Um, oh, there was a DSiWare version of art academy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, gotcha. Semester. Um, this is like a compilation of those two with some more added bonuses. Oh, okay, so it's the retail version. Yeah. And then Star Wars Force Unleashed two, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there which it is. I, you know what, you never know, I. I actually tend to prefer the handheld game versions of Star Wars games. Hell it's yeah. just like a weird thing that I have. If there's a handheld version and it's a Star Wars game, like Lego Star Wars, um, like the Super Star Wars ones, I liked all of them better on the handhelds. Huh. Even though maybe no, they're... I, I have Super Star Wars on game on the original Game Boy, but I've just never played it. I, a lot of times, I don't know, they're, they're forced to be a little simpler or something. I, I don't know what it is, but I like them more. Huh. Just a fluke. I know it would be sweet. A 3DS remake of um, Rogue Leader. 
No, a 3DS remake of Trench Run should be thrown in there as well. Yeah. Oh, the, man. The, oh, Wouldn't that be Having something? the vectors fly out. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, well, that's, that's actually all the retail releases. Oh, go ahead, well, Nate. Oh, no, I was going to say I got to go like watch Star Wars or something. <laughs> that's been a while be since cool. I've watched Star Wars. I watched it last Speeder week. Speeder bike through Endor on the 3DS would be a trip. There you go. All right, well, that's all the retail releases, and, and what we'd like to do now, just briefly, is, uh, you know, it's the 25th anniversary of the NES. Uh, it's 25 years old, uh, well, not today, but it was recently. Um, so we're each going to go around the round table and talk about our, our earliest or fondest memories, perhaps, of the, the loved, much-beloved system that all got us into this hobby in the first place. No. Well, did it really? Um, no. Well, you know what I mean, damn it. <laughs> no, I don't. My first oh. console was a GameCube. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, well. I guess because I kind of even proposed this idea, so I guess I've had. Yeah, go first, Neil. Um, yeah, go first. My earliest memories. Um, I, the original Nintendo was not the first system that I ever got, but it was probably the first one that I played on like any length of time. Um, my cousin had one, and when we would go visit him, usually. My brother, um, my brother, my cousin, and I would stay up really late and play it. And like they were like, you know, they were like born. They're probably my my cousin, and my brother are both you know closer to Andy and Zach's age, whereas you know I'm like eight years younger than my brother. Um, so I was I was considerably younger, but I remember playing uh, Super Mario Brothers, Blaster Master, Lunar Pool, uh, Championship Bowling, and oh, yeah. Vegas uh-huh. Dream all the time and I really enjoyed those games and a lot of those were like the foundation of what later went into my brother getting a Sega Genesis then me getting my cousin's old Nintendo when he didn't want it anymore and then me getting a Nintendo 64 and going batshit insane and into video games and I also did you skip actually, the Super Nintendo? well no I never I didn't get a Super Nintendo until I was in high school uh, a friend of mine wow. like my best friend which is another way of how I got into video games was one of my best friends had a Super Nintendo and we used to play Super Mario RPG all the fucking time and like Yoshi's nice. Island stuff like that and actually I think the first system if I remember correctly that I owned was was a Game Boy and that um I got Donkey Kong 94 and or yeah that's what it is right Donkey Kong 94 and Super yeah. Mario Land 2 with it and that was the first console that I owned myself my brother got a Genesis before that but but that was his alright so um Andy, do you have any memories of the original Nintendo? Yeah, the um, NES wasn't my first console either. I got it when I was pretty young, but I had a Commodore 64 before I had an NES. It wasn't your um, first, but it was your best? I would say that the NES is probably pretty directly responsible for the fact that I ended up playing video games for the vast majority of my free time since I was six. Um <laughs> No, I uh, my parents surprised me on Christmas morning, probably in. Let's see, when did the when did the NES launch? Um, 84. Twenty-five years ago. <laughs> Twenty-five years ago. Eighty-four. Dude, who said eighty-nine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Christmas. Oh 84. no, that's sorry. That's the Game Boy launched in eighty-nine. I'm Christmas eighty-four. Yeah. Well, no, no, it was eighty. Eighty-five was when they had the test launch in New York City. Eighty-six was the nationwide release, and that's what yeah, Super that's Mario right. Brothers. Or I, th- I think it was it's been narrowed down that Super Mario Brothers came out during the Los Angeles test launch, which is in early '86. I think. 
I'm fairly certain that I got it during the first holiday it was available for me to beg my parents to get it for me. So wow. 86. So I'm thinking it must have been holiday 86. They got me uh, the package that had the robot and the gun <laughs> with uh, Duck Hunt and Gyromite, and then they bought me uh, Super Mario Brothers and baseball, believe it or not, separately. Um, and so we had we had four games right out of the bat. It was just the coolest thing ever and my parents helped me set it up and sort of explained to me everything they'd read in the in the owner's manual and I remember thinking man this is the greatest thing ever and then we didn't get any more games for a while but I'm pretty sure the next games we got after that were uh, Donkey Kong and uh, Kung Fu so those are the first Kung like, Fu nice those are the first six games we had for the NES and those lasted us for, for, for quite a while I think we ended up getting Metroid before too much longer Metroid and Kid Icarus on the same on the same Christmas but Man, I uh, I I uh, I rented a lot of games for that system. I remember um, I would mow the lawn on Friday, and if I did that, then they would rent me a game on Saturday. Uh, nice. That was sort of my childhood for way more years than it probably should have been. I re- I remember the day I got Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, my 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 parents brought it home, I think, as a surprise, and I don't know if I was swearing or swearing or not when I was that age, but if not, I probably should have been, because that game is frustrating. <laughs> That's like me with hell. Ninja Gaiden. Uh, my Ninja Gaiden story is that uh, I, was, I, I was actually borrowing it from a, from one of my brother's friends. Um, he lent it to us, and then we were playing it. And I, you know, got home from school, like did all my homework, and was playing this game. So I was like, I want to beat Ninja Gaiden. I've been playing it for a while, and I was like, I'm gonna sit down and beat it. And I got to uh, that last level, like the big, or like not the last level, but the big boss rush thing. Mm-hmm. And then got to the end of it, died, and got really upset and frustrated. And was just like, all right, I'm going to go through it again. And I went through it again, and I beat it, and I beat that boss. And was on to, the, the, to like, what is it, like World 7 or whatever. And then I paused the game and was like, all right, I'm going to beat this first thing when I get home from school tomorrow. Naturally, um, the game got turned, or the system got turned off when I left it on. And at first I thought it was my mom and got really oh. upset. And I found out that it was my brother, and my brother was getting mad at me for leaving the system on. And I was just like, you son of a bitch. And then I went home, completely neglected all my schoolwork, which is probably why I stopped doing homework for a good deal in middle school and, like, elementary school. And uh, just plowed through Ninja Gaiden that entire night. And it was just like, like my parents were like, time to go to bed. And I'm like, no, I have to beat this game or else it's going to get turned off again. I was like, I think I was like nine when this happened. I think my favorite NES moment um, was the day I got Super Mario Brothers 3. My, my brother... His his best friend was um, was moving to Seattle, uh, far far away from from our hometown of Omaha, and uh, my brother was given the opportunity to drive out there with him with with, with his family, and then fly back, which was sort of a big deal. Cause my, I was I was probably about ten, and he would have been maybe twelve. So we were both really young. Um, so my my parents apparently thought that I was really jealous that he was getting this, this road trip, this, this <laughs> vacation. So I, I, I did my, my mow the lawn on Friday, rent a game on Saturday thing. My, my parents were being awfully coy about the fact that I wasn't going to get to rent a game this weekend. I, I had done, I had put in my part, but they kept <laughs> saying they weren't going to stop at Blockbuster or Applause Video or wherever it was we were going uh, back And you're time. like, what the hell? I'm like, why? why? But they, <laughs> they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't answer me. And so they stopped at Target to, like, pick up something, and my, my, my dad just ran in to Target, and my mom and I waited in the car. And I had no idea it was coming, but he came out with a bright yellow box. 
and I flipped my goddamn shit. I had no idea that was coming. It was the greatest day ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I remember, um, I mean, this is kind of more recent, but um, I got a Nintendo 64 for my, my 10th birthday. Sorry to make everyone feel old. Or, Jesus no, 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 no. This is this was my ninth birthday actually, because it was '97. Because it was. Like, you don't make oh you God. don't make me feel old, Neil. I, I was yeah, negative I, I three I when Andy got but, his NES. But I remember, <laughs> I, like, I had a feeling that my parents were going to get me a Nintendo 64, and it even got to the point where we went to Toys R Us, and this is back when they had like the the paper sleeves that you would pick up with games. Yeah, hell yeah. And they were basically like, "Oh, pick out a Nintendo 64 game." So I went and I picked out Mario Kart, and I was all excited. And like I was, I was like, "Does this mean I'm getting a Nintendo 64?" My dad's just like, "What? No, we're just buying you the game. You're not gonna get anything." And of course, I'm like nine <laughs> years old, so I was just crushed. I was like, "What am I even gonna <laughs> do with it?" Like, oh, man, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, of course you believe him. <laughs> yeah, and then like uh, yeah. my birthday came around like a, like a week later, and then I got a Nintendo 64, and everything. Nice. Was and, and the whole time, the game's just sitting on your shelf. Yeah, I'm just, just like, looking at you, and you're this like, "This is the I worst to, birthday ever." I have to, I have to. I have to retro build a Nintendo 64 yeah. out of the things in my house. <laughs> yeah. I seem to recall that I also got Zelda 2 and Mario 2 the same Christmas. Um, wow. I remember putting both of those games in and being thoroughly confused <laughs> because I had played a lot of Zelda 1 and I had played a lot of Mario 1 and neither of these games were what I was what, what I was expecting. Right. I think I, I kind of saw it coming a little bit because I have what I had read and... The Nintendo Fun Club magazine, um, but yeah, that was just sort of a really weird Christmas morning to sit down with Zelda 2 and <clears> Mario 2, which are both now widely known retroactively as like the vast departures in both of those yeah. series. Have have any of have any of you had an experience where like you this this could only happen in either the NES or Super Nintendo, like you rent a game from Blockbuster, and you get it home and you plug it in, and you're like, is this for the right system? Because, cause like, the, the, there were some carts that were shaped differently. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, like, yeah, like yep. the 10-gen carts. I remember. Sure. Uh, yeah, so you'd, you'd plug it in, you'd be like, well, it fits, but will it run? Yeah. I always <laughs> I always like seeing everyone's creative names for their, like, Final Fantasy characters and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a bygone era. Now, now that, now that it's, I guess that's on DS. It still happens with DS games, games yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the the era largely of seeing what other people name their characters has come to a right. close to some yeah. extent. I right. mean, it's really weird because I probably had a lot of similar memories of people who, you know, I guess, like, the, the people just slightly older than me that experienced, that were actually, like, of, like, you know, like, you know, between, like, 5 to 10 when the NES was out and it came out. Because when I got my, when I got the original Nintendo from my cousin, I was probably, like, 7 years old, something like that. And I remember, like, it basically, like, I would not really rent, like, my brother would be renting Sega Genesis games, and usually they would have NES games on sale, and that's where I ran into stuff where, like, I got, like, like what is it, Tag and Dragon or something, which is one of the stupid, like, blue NES cartridges, and was just like, mm. what is this? Why are you confusing me, parents? Why did you buy this for me for <laughs> Like, I don't understand. It's for the Wonder Swan. I remember going to Funko Land, and, like, my mom would be like, alright, you have $20 to spend here, and I would get, like, fucking 10 games. Half of them would nice. be really bad, but every now and then I would come out with total gems that I got for very, very cheap at Funko Land. And then that Funko Land closed down, and then I didn't know what to do with myself. 
<laughs> so I, I know that I don't have the same kind of NES memories as all of you, um, considering I didn't own one, <clears throat> and all the experience Ever. I'd had with it was sort of like by osmosis, like watching a friend play yeah. like a couple of times, um, you know, and, and that was really cool at the time, but I was always upset that I didn't have an actual NES. Um, yeah. Well, that's like me and, and Super I, Nintendo. And I haven't, I hadn't really gotten to experience a lot of those games until just like last year or two years ago when I started getting more into virtual console. So I, uh, I, yeah. I found that I freaking love a lot of those games. Yeah, like yeah, I, I mean, didn't, that's the beauty of virtual console. I mean, I hadn't played Mega Man 2 until last year. Wow. But, but I love the game. I play it several times a week. I used to hate no. Mega Man games until really? Mega Man 9. <clears throat> See, and what? What? Yeah. I, f- I feel like we yeah. have, have, have a brand new feature called Recommend Nathan an NES game. Yeah. No, that's played. great. That's fine with me because I... And actually, I wrote that thing oh, up wow. on um, Super Mario Brothers a while ago and it never got oh, posted. Shit, it got <laughs> lost in the ether because it was like, is this a... Extra life? Extra life? What is this? Nathan Nathan hadn't played Super Mario Brothers until this year? What the hell? But I but I actually hadn't. And um I freaking had so much fun with that game. And I it's it's interesting seeing like what everyone's reminiscing about. You know. Everyone's always like, Oh, you remember you played this game and No, I don't remember, but now I do and yeah, I mean, that's kind of a testament to the quality of those games. Yeah, they're just great. I know I'm experiencing them like this weird Michael Jacksonian kind of way, but... You're, you're like Brendan Fraser in, uh, Blast from the Past. in Blast from the Past. But let, let, sure. me, let me go back to my Mega Man thing. Is that when I, I, I realized why... I realized why I didn't like Mega Man games as much as a kid. Because what I had is I had a version of, like... Um, my friend had Mega Man 6. I had a broken mm-hmm. copy of Mega Man 3 that, like, mm. I would basically play a level in it and it would just lock up. And then yeah. I had Mega Man 1 for the Game Boy. <laughs> and, like, th- that was my oh, Mega Man experience as a kid. So it's like, I thought, I, thought, I thought 6 was kind of fun. I didn't really like the original Game Boy game because it was just, like, the screen was so small that you couldn't really tell where you were going. And it's too zoomed in. Yeah, it's not I that mean, bad. I, I played it this morning. It's in my hand right now. Um. <laughs> well, Violet Wars? It is brutally difficult. Yeah. Especially those disappearing platform segments in Wiley's space yep. station. No, I, a long but, time ago, I traded um, my friend a copy of... Um, what the fuck was it? Some, some Game Boy game for his copy of Mega Man. And I took it home, and it, like, didn't work right. But then I occasionally try it out just to see if it will work. And, like, a couple of years ago it worked, and I was excited, and it stopped. And then it, it worked again this morning, and I flipped out. It doesn't work anymore, but... Okay. But, and then basically what happened is, is throughout the, like, you know, the bulk of my life is I kind of always just wrote off Mega Man games because it was kind of sour experiences as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then when Mega Man 9 came out, like... I kind of was just like, oh, I guess I'll get it. It seems fun. And I enjoyed the crap out of that. And then I kind of went through this Mega Man renaissance with a like a, like a friend of mine in which we just basically went through and like played every Mega Man game. Like, or at least yeah. not like the X games. Like, I actually enjoyed the X games, which is weird. Because, like, I like I, I would play the Mega Man X game. Yeah, like, I, and I enjoyed those. I played one, I played X1 and X, X3 and enjoyed both of those when I was younger. But for some reason, just kind of wrote off all the Mega Man games until Mega Man 9 came out, and then I got back into everything, and 
now really at this point Mega Man's like that that old school Mega Man is one of my favorite types of games. And that's so yeah. bizarre that it's nine that got into it because nine is hard. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm I was the exact same way with uh, Metroid. Um, I didn't care yeah, for it know, when honestly, I first played it. I didn't it. really pick up Metroid until really, Fusion until for me. Prime. Oh, okay, for me it was yeah. Fusion. Because and I eight, and then yeah, Metroid Fusion and Prime I got the same time because I was like there's okay. something to this series. I always will give my it a shot. My first experience with the Metroid Prime games was the multiplayer on Echoes. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and you yet could you see persevered. you could see why I was kind of like I it's continued funny, to be I, down I on it. I loved the original Metroid. Really? Well, see, I I didn't get a chance to play it. I just played it, you know, briefly. It, you know, I didn't. Yeah. Out of context, well, I, I, I didn't. I played the first three Metroid games, but I didn't get it. You know, way back yeah. then, it just didn't click mm-hmm. for and me. And I, I didn't like, actually, I, I didn't actually play Super Metroid until after I played Prime One. And and oh, but okay. Super Metroid is one of my favorite games of all time. It was actually very shortly after I played Prime One, I played Super Metroid. I still have to play the first two Primes. I. First didn't, one's great. Second one you can kind of skip. I didn't honestly. care too much for Prime Three. Prime trilogy? No, I, I don't. We were talking about that earlier. It's so expensive. <clears throat> I really? Cannot oh, it's cheap. Get... It's, isn't it balls cheap now? No, hell no, dude. It's like sixty dollars used. Wow, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right, and yeah. it went it oh, went yeah. crazy cheap for a week or so at Best Buy. Only sold it for like a and months. now it's yeah for twenty bucks or something. I yeah. had problems yeah. with Prime Three because it seemed like you could get so you could get lost really really easily, and the game didn't have a great way to tell you how to get back on track. You might not like Prime One then. Yeah. Okay, because you know, like I'd put it down because I can't I don't marathon most games. And, and you'd hate Prime Two if there's okay. a problem with it. I feel like giving Prime Two another shot. And that's really part of the reason you why should. I got, you know, it's, why it's I got the trilogy well. is that I really wanted to you know I, I love Prime 1 and when I heard about the mm-hmm. trilogy I immediately sold Metroid Prime 3 on Half.com for two. $40 <laughs> oh wow so basically it's like I spent $10 and got Prime 1 and Prime 2 that's nice. oh that is a sweet deal so <laughs> it was totally worth it and like I played through Prime 1 but I still need to, well actually I didn't finish my playthrough of Prime 1 I, w- I was considering getting the trilogy just to see the art in the first two because that was my favorite part about Prime 3. Oh, yeah, the art in 1 is phenomenal. Really, yeah, I just love the worlds in Prime 3. That's actually how I got lost because I was just running around somewhere. Like, I went back to a world to show a friend and There's then I saved it and left. of, like, how the worlds look in Prime 3, I felt. There is. They're there kind is. of disconnected, but I thought they were really, like, the art direction was yeah, no, they were fantastic. I, I think Alicia, Alicia is great. Yeah, we're not talking about the NES anymore, but whatever. Um, can I, can I tell my NES story? <laughs> yeah, Zach. Okay. Um, well, I, I guess I have two quick NES stories. I, I was introduced to the NES at a very early age because I had two friends who both had NESs. And we'd play Mega Man 2, you know, trade off on lives, and Mario and Mario 3 and whatnot. Actually, I don't think Mario 3 would come out yet. Um, so, but I loved the NES, so I saved my money for probably six months. Saved my allowance and chore money for six months or more, and and you know I saved up two hundred dollars, I think. Wow! And and it took a really long time, and um, so we went to Fred Meyer. Does anyone here know who, what Fred Meyer is? It's the grocery store chain, right? No, no, it's it's like Kmart but with groceries. Yeah, okay, that's what I that's why I thought it was a grocery store. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh uh we went to Fred Meyer and I got the 
NES Super Pack, which was like the NES and the the cartridge that has Mario, Duck Hunt, and World Track and Field on it. Nice. And it came with the light gun, and it came with the power pad. Oh, and nice. I played the hell out of all three of those games. And I got gold in everything in World Track uh, and Field, except I couldn't beat the last marathon guy, the cheetah guy. Oh, I hated that guy. Um, <laughs> but but from then on, I like slowly accrued NES games. And, you know, Kirby and Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters and the original Zelda and Batman and just a whole bunch of games. And I am so sorry that I didn't keep the games because my NES went on the fritz when I was probably 16. Right. Oh, and I should say that I got my, I bought my NES when I was probably 10, maybe a little, maybe 9 or 10. Um, and I'm so sorry I didn't keep the games because now you can buy those... Like, the the fake NESs, right. The fake right. NESs. And it's just, it drives me nuts that I didn't keep those games because yep. there were some real gems. Yeah, what's really I, funny I, is that I bought one of those, like, the because it's the generation NEX or whatever. I bought right. one of those because I, I still have my cousin's original NES, which, like, he got, I think, in 87. Wow. And that, that wow. thing still works. I mean, it's wow. a wing and a prayer that it works. And I got the generation NEX, and the fucking thing broke on me within, like, a year and a oh. half. So oh. it's like, I have this system that's over 20 years old that still works albeit you know I well, have to give it some TLC and I Nintendo get this like this new man. thing that's supposed to fix it or that's supposed to be like the better version of it and work and yeah. it lasts less than two years luckily See, Lauren found a top bullshit. loader at a garage sale for oh that, my it, God. that and a, like a shit ton of other games for seven dollars oh my gonna, gosh I love garage sales I was gonna be I was gonna say like to be fair the, a lot of the NESs went out before too long because people blew in the cartridges and it rusted out the contents. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, very most of the time when you buy an, a used NES these days, the contacts have been replaced. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, the whole blowing in the cartridge thing yeah, that was great short term. Long term, it ruined a fair amount of NESs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, but it's not that bad of a repair job. They just had to pull out the mm. contacts, the little metal contacts, and replace them. Um, but like, the, 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 there's a there's a used game retro used game franchise in the area called Gamers and uh, every time you go buy a, a new or an, an NES from them it's always a little bit more expensive than it should be partially because the demand is there but also partially because they have to have, they have to repair every single one they get in pretty much. I've yeah. really been considering getting like either a fake NES or <clears throat> you know a legitimate old one just so I could get like play I don't know why I want to do it they're on virtual console but. Hey I want to do it too I'd rather have the original cartridge. Yeah something about that like Probably because I was denied that as a kid, but I just feel yeah. like I need to have a well, Super have, Mario I Brothers mean, 3 cartridge. I'd love to have one just to have it. Yeah, I mean, true. if you look at, uh, what is it, Junior Librarian in the forums, or JR Librarian, yeah. whatever. Um, uh, the, he got one of those, like, the, I think it's the Retro Duo. I know uh -huh. they make one that, yeah, that I think it plays Super Nintendo NES and, Nintendo and Super Nintendo. And they even have ones out there that play uh, NES, Super Nintendo, and Genesis. Which Genesis, really, yeah. like, that's like my, my home console childhood in one mm -hmm. device. Yeah. Like, I, I have, I could fill an entire, like, more than one podcast of my Genesis memories. Because, as I mentioned before, that was the first home console that was in my house when I was a kid. Was my brother got a yeah. Sega Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog and the original X-Men game. And... I, I love the Genesis too. 
Yeah, Genesis was my second game console. I got it with, uh, well, the second one that I got after after the NES, I should say. Uh, it was my I got it on Christmas Day with uh, with Lemmings. <laughs> that was my that 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 was my launch day game was Lemmings. It was they wonderful. They ported that to everything they could. They really, really did. Yep. Well, we should probably uh, probably close this yeah. out. Right on. Marathon show. But uh, follow us on Twitter, NWR Newscast. Review us on iTunes. Uh, no one Give has done that. Review, damn it. Yeah, we haven't had any new reviews in so a while. It's sitting um, at sixteen. Yeah, but thanks to those sixteen, I appreciate One it. One of them was me, so it doesn't count. So there's thanks only those fifteen. <laughs> I appreciate it. One of them might have been me too. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email, newscast at nintendoworldreport dot com. Uh, post in the talkback thread. Talk to us. We That's love to hear your voice. Yeah, um, in text indeed. form. Yeah, I guess some of us are going to be appearing on uh, Crosstalk.com with Discover Music Project. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Andy, you're doing Ben Folds 5 with Johnny, and then you're also listening to him talk about Bob Dylan. And then That's I correct. Guess, uh, Nathan, what you're doing, a death metal one with Johnny. And then Johnny is he... going to endure an hour of pain. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have my turn when we go with his music. <laughs> Do you know what it's gonna be? Yet, yeah, or? yeah, it's gonna be um, Umphreys McGee. Okay. Yeah, and I have a, I have another article going up on OneUp.com soon about GoldenEye. I have the one on Kirby that went up, uh, the origins of Kirby. I'm really, really proud of that. Um, that was a good article. I read that. It was good. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. On OneUp, it's been there for like two weeks. I saw now. that the first comment on your article on OneUp was mentioning yes, the newscast. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. That was awesome. That. Penderus, I'm probably saying it wrong, but the first comment on the Kirby article was from uh, a listener of the show, so, so thanks, Penderus. So, yeah, is this us pimping cool. all things non-NWR? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like <laughs> pimping ourselves. Zach, you want to talk about your dinosaur podcast? Uh, it stopped because our sound editor decided oh, it's extinct. he didn't like editing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was it the asteroids that killed it? Uh, no, it was just uh, pure sloth. Oh. Hey, you can listen to me on the Touch Gen Unleashed podcast. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm on I, it every I week. I don't have any uh, iPhone pod <laughs> things, but hey, why not? Um, yeah. Anything else that you want to talk about? No. I got right, yeah, dinosaurs for a while, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. What? Dinosaurs as they relate to Polo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Polocast coming in two weeks. Polocast coming. The, there has to be a Polocast now, I feel. Maybe on I, an off I week. Do as well. All right. Well. Yes, off week. All right. It was good to good to talk to y'all. Um, good night. Always, everyone. always yeah. good time. Newscast must end. Now. All right. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Bye. Random side thing. Um, uh, Nathan, you strike me as a person who has seen the room, right? No. Really? The room? I should I Holy should crap. I put that on my um, list? Yeah, you should totally watch the room. It's it's horrendously bad. But the guy who made that watch made it with friends and watch it kind of drunk. Oh, yes. that's always how movies are watched. So yeah. yes. But he, this guy, this guy made a short. The guy who made the room made a short movie recently called "The House That Jerks Blood" on Alex, 
and it's like 10, 10, 15 minutes long, and it's the stupidest thing in the world. It's so funny. You no, would, I, I can't believe you haven't seen The Room yet. If you're no, no, it, I, I will put it on my list. Every Monday I play like two hours of New Super Mario Brothers and then watch a crappy Netflix movie. That's <laughs> so, a good idea. To unwind. Yeah. Here's your, here oh, yeah. your primer for The Room. It's, it's, not, it's not a horror movie. It's not like an action movie. It, okay. is, a, it is a relationship-based drama. Uh, featuring a guy and his and his and his uh, cheating cheating girlfriend, and mm-hmm. it is quite possibly the legitimately the worst movie ever made. They have uh, um wow. they have really? screenings of the movies. They Andy, have you ever LA. watched Troll Two? No, Dude, I haven't. Troll Two is really things. bad. Okay, yeah. See that I'm having problems believing you saying worst movie ever made without Troll Two right, being in right. that they, sentence. They have they have screenings of these movies all over the country now. It started yeah. in LA. I've gone to a few in New York where people will go to see it and there's like this whole ritual of like throwing spoons at the screen and like <laughs> shouting at different parts of the movie. It's it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, there's like And I think like, like they have ones out in LA, so if you if you watch it and you think it's really stupid and terrible, try to go to one yeah. of these. I think they used to have a monthly. I kind of stopped. Oh, that sounds awesome! There's like random Crap. pictures of spoons, I saw... like framed artwork of spoons. <laughs> yeah, throughout and the like I went to one where uh, uh, who was there? David Cross showed up to one, and H. John Benjamin. Well, hmm. yeah, I've seen that one where they uh they they reacted some they like reenacted some of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I was at the I was in I was in the theater. Yeah, the uh, Comedy Central Adult Swim actually, or not Comedy Central, Adult Swim actually uh, played The Room at midnight on April Fool's Day about two years ago. Yeah. And I think that's sort of when it hit its sort of And there was also a Tim and Eric Awesome Show episode. That's how I have a friend who's really into that show, and they told me about The the Room, and then I watched it. It's terrible. Definitely watch it. No, this sounds like a a really fun night. No, I'm going to. Yeah. This week I will watch it. Get some friends, get some booze, and have a good night. Andy, this is going to suck to edit. Yeah, well. That's <laughs> well, we're going to have ride. more stinger than show. That's yeah. Right. Let's move. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't see any problem with that either. Okay, moving on.